the system, so to speak. And now we have the NIMH bucking the system. I don't have time to go through the rest of this right now, but I'm leaving it here in the show notes so you can see exactly how important all this is. Because despite the fact that some people that are authorities like the NIMH, are coming out as anti-authoritarian, should tell you something. There is no consensus that psychology today has grown and become the monster that Lenin and Stalin and others envisioned it could become. And now think about that. Do you want that weapon in the hands of an authoritarian state? The time is now, my friends. Actually, the time is past now. Wake up, because this is what your America is going to start looking like. Well, that concludes this edition of the Constitutional Crusaders Show. Until next week, my friends, well, my fellow Americans... Keep your powder dry. religious and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. And welcome once again to another edition of the Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. I am Pastor Anthony Grissy, broadcasting to you live from a very balmy state of Arizona. And uh, we, um, we reside in the beautiful town of Payson, and I am the pastor of Payson First Baptist Church, broadcasting live from um, my old office here 
And uh, whilst uh, you may think it is the Taj Mahal, it's just an office with uh, no library of Alexandria. But Jason will keep saying it, and uh, that's just the way it is. Now, Jason will not be on the air with me tonight because uh, he had to take his daughter into the hospital. Uh, I think she might have broke her wrist, so... I'm on my own tonight. Now, you can contact me via email. And I'm, I've been getting a lot of conflicting uh, information here. I was told that my email works, but everyone that tries to send an email through the church website, um, it's bouncing back. But I still get all the spam and, you know, the newsletters and stuff like that. But I can't get any personal emails. So you're just going to have to send it to my other email address. That's ajgcdg at gmail.com. There we go. ajgcdg at gmail.com. And if you want to get a hold of me, uh, that's the best way to do it. And I'll just I'll let the IT guy work on my email, and hopefully it all works out. Now, um, our website is changing its name from a .net to a .info. So it is now going to be www.paysonfirstbaptistchurch.info. And the reason why is because we are not a network, we're not an organization, and we're not a company. What we are is a church, and the website is just there for information only. And uh, I say, does it really matter? Ah, you know what? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Um, I just... I want to be as careful as I possibly can. This is what we do with our church. Keep it as far away from a, um, you know, a secular uh, title. I'm just, we're just a church. That's it. Just a church. We're not advertising. We're giving out information. And we're trying to stay under the lordship of Jesus Christ in everything we do. Now, if you're just tuning in, we're a show that's dedicated to tackling controversy and conspiracy directly related to Christianity. We do all this from a biblical perspective because we believe the Bible is our final authority in all matters of faith and practice and does have all the answers uh, from politics to pop culture, from the Olympics uh, to Donald Trump or Hillary's sickness, whatever. We do believe the Bible has all the answers. Uh, we do appreciate all of our listeners. As always, those are in chat room. I see LT, Nunya, Frank, and of course there's me, uh, Nunya. Um, I hope she's okay as well. But uh, I don't know yet. Don't know. Jason has six children like myself. And um, broken bones, bloody noses, bruises, that's the norm in our homes because our children play hard. Uh, unfortunately, the way the system is today, Frank and I were talking about it before the uh, show, the system's so messed up that parents are scared to death to take their kids into the hospital because you're immediately suspect. Well, you must be abusing your children. In this day and age, you've got to be kidding me. Everybody's terrified of a bruise in your, on your child. You know, that's why they, they'd rather children play video games because you can't get hurt, I suppose. But um, we don't really give a rip about that. Our children are just allowed to be children. They play hard. My boys come walking in if they got a black eye or a bloody nose. And he hit me. I'll tell them, you should have ducked. That's first, and then I'll try to get to the bottom of it because my wife will usually walk in and say, that's all you're going to do? Eh, they're boys. They're boys. They duke it out every once in a while. Um, I, my boys, they do stupid things. But that's the life of having children. 
<laughs> Guys, my 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 boys, they'll take their airsoft pistols and they'll shoot each other with them. And I and yeah, I tell them stop doing that. And I know you folks out there will freak out. Probably didn't have children of your own. You know, oh, they're shooting. They're going to be the next terrorist. No, 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 no. They're not going to be the next terrorist. Uh, those ISIS children will be the next terrorist. Okay, you have more of a chance that a Muslim child will become a terrorist than my boys. They may terrorize a few bugs. They may chase a few cats, you know, that type of stuff. They may terrorize each other. But that's children are a blessing. And sometimes they're a strain as well. <laughs> but it's life. It's life. I, my boys, they, they, I remember one time they were taking, they took a bow and arrow out. And my son got the dumb idea of putting a broad head on one of the arrows. He fired it. And it ricocheted, and it hit one of his brothers in the leg. He said, "Oh my goodness, what is you gonna do? You know, did you did you did you did you discipline him? Yeah, we disciplined him. It was a dumb thing. Kids do dumb things. Well, he could have died. Yeah, I know. You ever think about this for a second? Your child walks out the door, and a drive-by shooter could shoot him in the head. You know, um, space junk could hit him. They could have a heart attack." You could die. It, things like this happen. It's life. We don't panic. I have one of my child, children, my two-year-old, he walked out the door one day, found the ladder. It was because one of my other boys was on the roof. He climbed up the ladder, got on the roof. Now, you women might have a heart attack over that. And my wife did. Me, I panicked a little. And I was like, well, God protect him. He didn't fall off. Guys, put the ladder away. You move on. It's called common sense, folks. Our listeners are probably going nuts right now. <laughs> What happens in your home? Well, I, my kids are kids. They're being taught to be men. They're being taught to work hard. They take risks. That's life. Some of those risks, they, we try and make sure they don't take. Oh, well. Say, so what's the point? The point is, raise your children to be children instead of pansies. All right? Raise them to be children instead of pansies. Say, is that biblical? Yeah. Teach them to be men. What, are you going to sit at home and, and wrap yourself in a bubble? Is that Christian? Wrapping yourself in a bubble? No. What's Christian is you gird up your loins and you get out there and you work. And sometimes you, you get to go hunting. And when you go hunting, there's risks involved. You work, there's risks involved. That's life. Praise God. Otherwise, life would be boring. Anyway, good to have you along with us tonight. And uh, if you're just tuning in, this is the uh, Contenders for the Faith Radio Broadcast. I am Pastor Anthony Garissi, broadcasting all by my lonesome because Jason had to take one of his children to the hospital. <laughs> That's, that was the whole purpose of that rant. I, you know, this society we live in, because they're denying God, rejecting God, they have no common sense. Therefore, parents have no rights. Children have no um, ability to be what God intended for children to be. They have no, they have no discipline. And um, they have no outdoor life anymore. So you've you got, you got children that are playing like children. Then you've got these people that have no better thing to do than to call Child Protective Services on you for everything. I have no patience for that. Now, I'm the pastor of Pace First Baptist Church. I'm not a dictator in any way, shape, or form. But I do believe in parental responsibility. Okay? Parents take responsibility for their own children. I believe that. You say, are there abusive situations out there in this world? Yeah, there are abusive situations. But it's usually 
because it's backed by some occult-like mindset, or they're just driven by drugs and the loss of their flesh, which leads them to be bad parents. Say, are they out there? Yes, they've been out there throughout the ages. Bad parents have always existed. There's a way to handle bad parents. You beat the tar out of them, all right? But you don't punish the good parents because of the bad parents. That's the bottom line. I told our church folks, I I told them, I said, look, um, if I find out anybody in this church ever called Child Protective Services on anybody in this church, you're out. You're church disciplined. We are a private assembly, and I have no problem kicking somebody out. And if they don't want to listen, I'll get several of the guys in the church, and we'll boot them. Because I don't put up with that kind of garbage. I just don't do it. And even if there was a mistake made on the parents' part, we're going to strive to make sure that that situation doesn't happen again. All right? But we're not calling Child Protective Services. We're not calling our federal government, who can't get anything right, ever. The best of the federal government to do is take that child out of a good home, put them in a really, really bad home, or out of a bad home into a really, really bad home. Our federal government has no common sense at all, and that is because it doesn't have God, which we'll talk about rights in just a little bit. Um. <clears throat> I was at a parade. No, you know what? I'm not going to jump into that parade issue yet. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Amnesty, Amnesty International in just a few minutes. But um, anybody take a look at the, um, uh, the news today. Apparently, the uh, California public schools, since this is the uh, first week of schooling out there, um, they had, they're supposed to be sending home children because they passed the law um, – Earlier, I believe this year, that no public school child would be allowed to come to school without being vaccinated. I mean, no religious exemption at all, which is, you know, anybody with common sense would take advantage of the religious exemption if you could. But no religious exemption, no personal beliefs allowed, no personal right or liberty I was reading the comments on this article. Uh, the article is uh, hundreds of California children sent home on first day of school due to new vaccination law. And I was reading the comments, and, and one person said, let's just face it, America, um, safety trumps liberty all day long. Well, you know what Thomas Jefferson said about that. And obviously, that is what sells us down the river. That's why Democrats have always thrived in the middle of crisis. Not that they handle crisis well. No, they like crisis to occur. They like the nation to get worse. That's why Obama's doing nothing uh, to stop violence. What he wants to do is take your guns away and let the violence continue uh, by armed criminals that he'd never get the guns from anyways. He just wants to get it from the good citizens because a crisis opens the door for more control, you see. That's why Democrats love crisis. You look at Venezuela. They, there was another article um, it was last week that uh, gun confiscation is on the rise now by the federal government in Venezuela. And, of course, you knew that just in the last couple months they had a food crisis where they couldn't find anything to eat. Well, that the communist government, which has always been communist in Venezuela, just took advantage of the crisis and said, well, you know, we've got all these things going on. We've got to stop crime in order to make it easier for you to what? Not be able to defend yourself when a desperate person wants whatever food you have left, you see, and not be able to defend yourself against the government encroachment into your home. 
That's why Democrats love crisis. They absolutely love it. Obama will never stop any crime or violence. You see. But anyway, in the state of California, they passed a law that you have to be immunized as a child. Um, and they're pushing for adult immunization as well. Now, if you've listened to our show or any other host on this prestigious radio network, uh, the American Voice Radio Network, then you know, you know that um, we stand against or opposed to the uh, vaccinations, immunizations, all that. We don't believe it works. Uh, we believe the poison they're putting in you is far, f- far more dangerous than the actual um, disease you might pick up or bug you might pick up, measles, chickenpox. We'll take the chance. I don't want my children to get measles. I really don't. But I'll take that chance over somebody sticking a needle in them with stuff that could kill them. And we've, we've said this before. I don't want to beat a dead horse. Um, some of those immunizations might actually kill a horse, but uh, the, the side effects that they are forced to admit to scares the fire out of me. It scares me more than the measles do. It really does. So we knew this was going to happen. California passed the law. Nobody actually thought that they would actually start sending kids home. They're doing it now. So what do you do? Well, Jeff in the chat room, appreciate his comment. He said, that's why all my kids and grandkids are homeschooled. <laughs> the Nazis and commies running things can't have our children. And, I, and he's right. That's, that's what I'm going to tell you. That's the answer. Because the way this nation is going, your voice will not stop it. It's not going to stop it, guys. We're like a snowball that's gotten so big, if you get in the way, you just get caught up in it. So we'll just stop saying stuff no we keep saying it but we don't put our children out there and risk their lives and their moral purity and their um their the the biblical foundation you could give them we'll not put them out there just for the opportunity to take a stand against them you know I'm just not going to do it. Uh, in in Michigan, when we would hunt, we you know you you would wait till dark practically, right at the edge of darkness. Um, if you hunted legally, of course, and um, you'd wait at the edge of darkness because you knew even though there were does at your bait pile, there are probably bucks out there, and the bucks are watching the does and fawns. And nothing happens to the does and fawns, and they're fine. Out here, the elks, the bull elk during rut will surround himself with the cows in order to protect himself. So if you're bow hunting in Arizona during the rut for bull elk, they may be bugling. You may be able to see them. But if he's got 20 cows around him, good luck getting a shot off. The point is does and fawns first, right? Well, we'll just send our kids out there and hope for the best, (laughs) you know, just so we can get a voice. I want to be on the school board, and I can't legitimately be on the school board if my child's not in the school. Listen, guys, you're not going to get on the school board anyhow. And uh, the school board's just not that important to me. That's why I'm homeschooling my children. It's my right. As a parent, it's not just my right, though. Let me just say this right now. And this is where we'll, we'll lead into the second half of the broadcast. Because oftentimes, we fall into the same trap that the liberals do, where we are exercising our rights, and we forget about our responsibility. Well, that's my right, you know, I have the right to remain safe and secure. No, no, no. I have a responsibility to protect my home. It's not just my right. It's my responsibility. 
Uh, I don't care about the rights right now. What I care about is God gave me these children. I have a responsibility to protect them, and therefore I must fight for that responsibility. That's the key right there. Uh, we've said this on this show um, back in Michigan when they were fighting the battle for homeschooling. Of course, Michigan is a lot more lenient towards homeschooling. Um, two men were represented by Homeschool Legal Defense, and the one man um, was brought into the courts, and their defense was it's his constitutional right to teach his children. He lost the case. The second man was brought into the courts, and the lawyer for Homeschool Legal Defense told him, now, this is a constitutional issue. We need to argue for our constitutional rights. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. The man looked at him and says, no, I'm not going to argue for my constitutional rights. I believe if I don't train my children in the way that they should go, and that includes academically, he said, I believe God will kill me, and I could show you the Bible for it. And so he went into court with that position. It is not my right. It is my responsibility. And before God, I will be held accountable for it. And therefore, I will teach my children at home. He won the case. And that sets a precedent for churches today. It sets a precedent for Bible believers. Guys, we live as Christians according to that book and that book alone. And the reason why we do what we do is because the Bible commands us and because we are taught by the book that we have a responsibility to our children. I will not give my children these immunizations because I believe the risk is too high and it is my job to protect them. And I will be held accountable, not the federal government or the public school. Jeff, another good, another good post. Thank you very much, Jeff. He said most parents are too selfish to homeschool. And he's right. Both parents feel they have to work so they can have things. Then they wonder when their kid is a mess where things went wrong. God will always provide. You're exactly right, Jeff. Now, there's a verse in the scripture where the Antichrist will wear out the saints. He will wear them out. And our system that we're living in today is hard to live under, no doubt. It almost seems like it's forcing the parents to have to sacrifice the one half of parental leadership in order to make ends meet. But that is only because we have a mindset that we have to have certain things. Listen, beans and rice sometimes is the only fare you get to eat. And clunkers are the only vehicles you get to drive. And I would rather have those things and have my children under my control and my wife's control. My, my mother never went to work. And the few jobs that she did have as, as my mom, we, she actually took us with her. We cleaned the church. It paid us 100 bucks a week. So we went as a whole family and worked with her. And we were homeschooled by her. My, my wife does not work a job. Her job is the children. And if you think that that's somehow less than a career that makes money, you are, you are naive and, and honestly, I'm just tell you right now, you're ignorant of the Bible. Here's the thing, ladies, just, just, just free. No woman on her deathbed has ever said, I wish I had earned more money. I wish I'd spent more time with my career than my children. No woman will ever say that. Why? Because your children are more important. And it's not just your children that's more important. It's Christ that's more important. I wish I can convey this more than anything. 
You never, ever, ever put your family first. You put Jesus Christ first. God gave me those children. It's his gift. It's his reward. And so my job is to train them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Why? Because I want them to be good, productive citizens? No, it's because God told me to. And I want them to be good, productive citizens in this country. I want them to be soldiers of Christ first and foremost. But God told me, he commanded me to do this. So, well, your children have a right to be. No, listen, I have a responsibility to them. And the sooner you get past your rights, whether constitutional or civil, and the sooner you get under your responsibility to obey God, the more peace you'll have in your home. LT says 75% of all Christian raised children give up all religion after their freshman year in college. And, and LT, I don't, I don't know how accurate that, that stat may be, but I think it would be higher than that. I personally believe that most Christian children that go to Bible college walk away with less faith in God because the, the moment they walk through the doors of those hallowed halls, they're immediately told their Bible is no longer accurate. You don't have a perfect Bible anymore. So I, I don't even trust Bible colleges. I'm just That's just me. That's just me. All right? But I, I not only that, I just don't see it in the scriptures. I don't see it. You see, it's my responsibility to train my children. So what do you do in California? All right. Now, look, I know some of you folks aren't going to move out of California. For all our California listeners, I'm not telling you to move. Um, it, may, it may be a better solution. I say homeschool your children. Mom, give up your job. Notice I didn't say dad. Dad's supposed to go to work. Mom, your job's at home. Give up your career and work like a dog raising your children, guiding the house. That's Bible. That's what the scriptures teach, and we do everything according to the Bible. If you're a Christian, you see, that's the way it's supposed to be. Homeschool your children. Uh, look, I, I had a lady tell me this a while back. She said, I'm just afraid of their social uh, influence. I mean, if they're homeschooled. She was, it, was the, it was the Gila County uh, school superintendent, uh, Tommy Klein. She, nice lady. Used to go to our church way back, way back in the 50s when they first built the building. And um, she said, well, why do you homeschool your children? I said, because I want control over my children's education. She goes, well, what's wrong with public education? I said, is there sex going on in those schools? She goes, well, yes. I said, are there unwanted pregnancies going on? Yes. I said, are there drugs in those schools? She goes, yes. I said, do they cuss? They swear? They look at wicked things? Yes, yes, yes. All those things. I don't want my kids to be around that. At least not yet. Not until they leave my home. I want to protect them from that. It's my job. She says, well, what about their social influence? I said, my children get plenty of social interaction. And I challenged her. I said, if you'd like, I will bring my children to your office. And I said, if you would like to talk with them, I would like to see how you can get them to stop talking. My children are chatterboxes. Every single one of them. I've been blessed. I've been allowed to take my homeschooling sons, 15 going on 16. He's got his pray for me. He got his driver's permit um, uh, about a month ago. Yeah, we'll end on that note. Go, go into a break, and we'll be right back in the second half. 
talk about Amnesty International in the second half of the broadcast. Stay tuned. needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Financial obligations or relationship problems have you feeling stressed out? When life is too much to handle, use Apothecary Herbs Emotional Stress Formula. Feel calm and more in control with herbs especially combined to provide the organic nutrition your system needs to help you cope. Complete instructions for maximum benefit and a money-back guarantee. You've waited long enough. Call Apothecary Herbs now. Toll free 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the 3w.thepowerherbs.com. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. 
Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. from heaven, a clear word from God, a sermon of conviction, straight from the heart. I've been hearing other preachers say I don't have to change. The most eloquent of speakers tell me I'm okay, but it hasn't eased my conscience. And I know it's not the truth So when you stand before us Can I count on you? Oh preacher You say you want to be my friend Don't be afraid to call my sin What it is And preacher Tell me I can overcome But it's only by
All right, folks, welcome back to the second half of the broadcast. Uh, I'm Pastor Anthony Grissy, and you're tuned in to the American Voice Radio Network, and this is the Contenders for the Faith. And, um, folks, we're going to have you along with us tonight. You can contact myself, pastor at info. If it works, if it doesn't work, go to ajgcdg at gmail.com and you'll get a hold of me and say, well, you know, I, I just wanted to email you, let you know that your other email doesn't work. That'll be fine. Bring it on. Um, <clears throat> I, I need to get in more information on, on how that email is working anyhow. Uh, or you can do this. Um, I have a church phone number, 928-474-3530. You call that number. I just might answer the phone or my wife, or you'll leave a message and we'll get right back to you. I promise you. Now, if you're in the Payson area, look us up. We're on 303 West Main Street. You can't miss us. We're right after the movie theater, so you go watch yourself a movie and then come over to our church and I'll preach against you. I'm just kidding. I, I Actually, I might. I just might. You never know. But we're having a grand old time here at Payson First Baptist Church. Been preaching the word, having wonderful services. We've been just God's been moving. He's been meeting with us. Sweet song services. Um, we had good good invitations. God's just been doing a good work. We've been getting out and evangelizing, knocking on doors, telling folks about the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because time is short. Time is short. I do believe Christ is coming back. I'm one of those crazy people that believes that the end times signify the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I believe we're getting closer and closer to an antichrist. We're getting closer and closer to a one world government. And that just means Jesus Christ is almost here. And I'm just, I can't wait. But when he comes, guys, that's it. That's it. And when we have the great white throne judgment, that's it. There's no second chances. That great white throne judgment, there there will be no, well, you know, can I get saved now? It's not going to happen. You will be judged by your works. And if you're standing at the great white throne judgment, being judged by your works, you will not be found in the book of life. Because you cannot be in the book of life without having eternal life. And that life only comes through Jesus Christ, not your works. Not your works. We were talking a little bit about uh, children. We are talking a little bit about um, uh, homeschooling and the California uh, law that's now being implemented on public school children. If you don't get your shots, you don't get uh, an education. <laughs> Homeschool your children. There's just so much information out there. I, you, there's, so many, there's so many different curriculums. Uh, it's not like there's a lack of ways to train your children up academically. And you'll do a far better job than the average public school, unless you spend more time in front of a television set um, or video games. You'll you'll do far better than the average socialistic, communistic teacher who has an agenda to raise your child to become a communist as well and hate America. I was at um, our town parade on Saturday. Uh, it's rodeo days last week, and we, um, uh, we, I don't go to the rodeo. I'm not a cowboy. I've never been a cowboy, guys. I was raised in the city of Detroit. I came out here. I love to hunt. I'm a hunter. Um, probably not a good hunter, but I, I love the woods. Um, I love baseball. 
but most importantly, I love my Lord Jesus Christ, and I, and I love souls, and we want to try to get the gospel to them. So during the rodeo, we'll hand out gospel tracts. We'll hold up gospel signs up and down the street, uh, and, and we'll hold up signs that are relevant to the rodeo, something clever, and to point them to the Lord Jesus Christ. And so that's, that's kind of our purpose during that time. But I'll sit and watch the rodeo parade because it wa- the, the parade happens right in front of our church on Main Street, historic Main Street. And I was watching the floats. It, was, it wasn't that exciting of a parade, but <clears throat> a, a very large float walks by, and uh, it is Amnesty International. Amnesty International. I don't know if you've ever heard of Amnesty International. Now, if you just do a cursory glance at Amnesty International's website, you'll know that they're just flaming liberals. All right? You'll know that. Uh, as they walked by, it actually looks like a good float. Um, the first sign that they're holding up says religious freedom. You know, it's all about human rights. The next sign says property, uh, property ownership. And you think, oh, yeah, it's about time somebody's talking about the ability to own property. And then the next sign says the right to an adequate standard of living. And anybody who's a true American or a Bible believer, let's just put Bible believer because that's more important than being an American. Um, Anybody who knows their Bible knows that's not a guaranteed right according to the scriptures. You are not guaranteed an adequate standard of living if you don't work your butt off. Oops, I shouldn't have said the B word. Uh, I might have offended somebody there. Your buttocks off. Okay, is that that better? There we go. Um, you You don't have the right to an adequate standard of living. If you don't work, you don't work. The Bible says you don't eat, so therefore get yourself a cardboard box, and that's the way it's going to be. I realize people fall into hard times. That's why you need the Lord. Because in the tough times, the Lord takes care of you. You say, well, then he's a fall guy. You know, he's he's just that, he's that that guy that comes through for you in your time of trouble. Hello? Yes. You're getting it. David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He said, I've been old. Now I said, I've been young. Now I'm old. Psalms 103. I've never seen. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. He's seen the unrighteous forsaken, on the other hand. We'll get to that in just a minute. And then the next sign says Black Lives Matter. <laughs> so if you were clapping at the first part of the float, by the time you got to the end of the float, now this is Pace in Arizona, guys. They see a Black Lives Matter sign walk by. They're, they're going to get a little upset. And somebody hollered out, all lives matter, you know. And I'm just sitting there next to my wife going, oh, they have the sign religious freedom. I said, that's not what they believe, because I already knew who Amnesty International was. All right. So I said to my wife, that's not what they believe. That, when they say religious freedom, I'm saying it loud. They mean freedom for Muslims. And when they see property ownership, they mean entitlement to property ownership, even if they can't afford property. And when they mean adequate standard of living, that means off of your back who's working hard. And when they say Black Lives Matter, they mean dead cops and dead white people. That's exactly what I'm saying out loud. I was like, stop, you're embarrassing me. You know, I I can't help it. It infuriates me. Here's the... um, Universal Declaration of Human Rights. It's on their their the Amnesty uh, International, and um, <clears throat> it says whereas recognition. This by this was adopted by the UN General Assembly. Uh, 
said, whereas recognition of the inherent dignity and of the equal and inalienable rights of all members of the human families, the foundation of freedom, justice, and peace in the world, disregard and contempt for human rights has resulted in barbarous acts which have outraged uh, the conscience of mankind and the advent of a world in which human beings shall enjoy freedom of speech, belief, and freedom from fear and want has been proclaimed as the highest aspiration of the common people. Never, no mention of God in this whole thing. It says here, um, <clears throat> All human beings are born free and equal in dignity and rights. No, they're not. They're not. This is a pipe dream. It's not that way. All people aren't equal either. It's just the way it is. Every, now, here's the second one. Oh, oh, let me finish this. All human beings are born free and equal in dignity and rights. They are endowed with reason and conscience and should act towards one another in a spirit of brotherhood. Endowed by who? Endowed with, uh, where'd you get this endowment, by the way? In the spirit of brotherhood? Look, there's some people out there, they're not my brother, and I don't consider them my brother, not even in the least. And it's not because of the color of their skin. It's because they reject the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not family. I don't care what Michael Jackson sings or has sung. He's not singing anymore, I promise you that. It says here, everyone is entitled to all the rights and freedoms set forth in this declaration. By what authority do they have this, this or what authority do they say these things? Whatever's set forth in this declaration, everyone's entitled to this. Are you God? No one is entitled to those things. Where do you get this entitlement? See, this is the problem, guys. This is the problem. I mean, let me go one page back on this site. Human rights are basic. This is their human rights uh, page here. It says human rights are basic rights and freedoms that all people are entitled to, regardless of nationality, sex, national, or ethnic origin, race, religion, language, or other status. See, whoever wrote this does not believe the Bible or God. Because you get nothing if you reject God. Let me read you a Bible verse, folks. I, in fact, let me read you a chapter. That's Psalm chapter 9, verse 1, starts off like this. I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. When mine enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou sattest in the throne judging right. Thou hast rebuked the heathen. Thou hast destroyed the wicked. Thou hast put out their names forever and ever. O thou enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end. And thou hast destroyed cities. Their memorial has perished with them. It says all human beings are entitled to these certain rights, according to Amnesty International. But um, what about the heathen? Scripture doesn't say they're entitled to those rights. David said, for thou hast maintained my right and my cause. But his right and his cause was the Lord God. That was it right there. He says, but the Lord shall endure forever, verse 7. He hath prepared his throne for judgment. Who's the judge, God? He shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. We believe in that. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them, watch this now, that seek thee. Say, well, what about the heathen never heard? Hey, first of all, how do you know that they've never heard. Well, I, I watched a documentary. <laughs> I saw the video when they flew the plane over. These people never even seen a matchstick. How do you know they've never heard? How do you know it hasn't been passed down from generation to generation? How do you know? 
Did you actually talk to them? Say, well, yes, I talked to them. Then why didn't you tell them about Jesus Christ? If they don't know, it's your fault then. You see what I'm saying? You don't know that. You're just going off of what somebody else said. It's kind of like evolutionists who believe that the earth is millions and millions of years old. The only reason why they believe it is because they believe the scientists that they exalt believe it. That's it. They're just going off somebody else. You didn't get that from God. Bible says that there is no language nor speech where the voice of the Lord is not heard. Psalm chapter 19. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider my trouble which I suffer of them that hate me. Thou that liftest me up from the gates of death, that I may show forth all thy praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in thy salvation. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they have made, or excuse me, that they made. And then that which they hid is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executeth. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. That is a big word. Hijayan? Good luck if you can pronounce it. Selah. And then it says this, The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God. So you're born in America, right? Oh yeah, I was born in America. So I'm entitled to these rights. You're entitled to nothing. You know the Lord God. You know his word. You're entitled to nothing. To whom much is given, much is required. You know God. You know his Bible. What makes you think you're entitled to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? You're entitled to nothing. You've been given the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. You don't even own your body anymore. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. You see. And yes, Jeff, I agree with you. Missionaries have been pretty much everywhere in the world. Everyone has heard the name of Jesus by now. No doubt in my mind. But I'm not convinced that there are people that did not have some semblance of the gospel given to them in some way or another. Psalms 19 is very clear about that. So what's your point, preacher? Why are you saying all this? Well, see, guys, we have fallen prey to the same things that the liberals whom we despise have fallen prey to. We're just looking at it from a conservative perspective. I have my rights. And you're looking at them, and they're saying, well, you think you're entitled. You think you're entitled. And, and the conservatives are going, well, I worked for this. Well, God bless your heart. You ever consider that if you're a Christian, that means you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, that whatever you've worked for still belongs to God? It's still his. It's just the bottom line, guys. Well, we, well, do you just give up your rights? No, we don't give up what we have in this country. But you ever consider that maybe God's just taking it away? He said, all the nations that forget God shall be turned into hell. Do you know what hell is like? In Luke chapter 16, we have a clear description of hell. It is a situation that you can't get out of. Do you ever consider that if this nation forgets God as a whole that God will turn this, turn this place into a mess that it can't get itself out of? You know, the problem is, is we look at these verses and we say, see America, see, all the nations that forget God. But we miss verse 1 all the way to verse 16, 
We forget about God's judgment. We forget to praise the Lord. We forget to fear the Lord. Well, we should have freedom of fear. I'm not afraid of nothing. The Bible says you need to fear the man that can destroy your soul and body. And that's God. The beginning of all knowledge starts with a fear of God. So perfect love casts out all fear. Right. I agree. But that's a fear of an eternity in hell. We're talking about fearing God, a healthy respect of God, that when we break his word, there will be a healthy punishment that comes in, in its place. Verse 17 says, The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God. The next verse says, For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not men prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men, not gods. We live in a country that, has, that revere itself as gods. Men revering themselves as gods. I make my own mind. I make my own way. I'm, I'm reminded of a movie. Uh, our listeners may know what I'm talking about. Uh, how, many, how many of our listeners actually have seen um, the movie Shenandoah? This was an old classic. Uh, Jimmy Stewart. It was set during the Civil War. I don't know you super spiritual ones have never seen a movie before. I get that. That's fine. I, you know, I'm, I try to reach your status. This was an old one. But there's a scene in the movie Shenandoah where Jimmy Stewart and his rather large family sit around the table. They're about to eat, and he prays out of a duty, basically. You know, just, I got to do it, you know. So he says, Lord, we thank you for this, the corn and this and that. And he says, even though you didn't plant it and uh, you didn't cultivate it, we did it all. We thank you anyway, Lord. Amen. Basically, he was mocking the idea that God gets the credit for anything. And thank you, Uncle Nick, for what you just posted there. A lot of Calvinists will struggle with that one. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. It has appeared to all men. I don't believe a man dies without that, that, uh, that knowledge of salvation, that truth. Because our God is just. Our God is just. And if you reject the free gift of salvation for your own works... God help you, because at the great white throne judgment, you will be judged by your works, and you will fall short of the glory of God. And if you fall short at the great white throne judgment, you are doomed. There are a lot of conspiracies out there. President Obama, we saw him ransom, uh, what, four American prisoners in Iran for $400 million. That's what it was, guys. It's a ransom. It's a ransom. There's nothing we owe Iran, ever. All right? That's going on. Hillary might get elected, and Trump doesn't. I mean, there's so much bias against Trump, you don't even have a chance. And I'm not, I'm not pushing Trump. I'm just saying, it's just the society we live in. There's a lot of corruption. There's a cult activity. The Masons, the Mooses, the Gooses, the Eagles, I don't know, the, the, uh, the Shriners. I, there's all kinds of corruption going on in this country, and it's it is clear to me that we're getting closer and closer to the end times. It's falling into place. It's, 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 it's actually aligning itself with first Timothy chapter four. You can see it. Men shall be lovers of their own selves, fierce and continent, unthankful, disobedient to parents on and on. It goes, it, it's clear. 
But when we get to 1 Peter chapter 3, we see what God tells us to do. He said, I'm not willing that any should perish. I'm long-suffering. But that long-suffering is to you and I who have the gospel. We have a short amount of time to tell other people about how they can know the Savior. And then we have a short amount of time to where we can praise Him here on this earth. And lift Him up. I just, I can't, I can't move because of the, uh, you know, the, what Obama's doing. I, I'm going to move to South, uh, South America if Hillary gets elected. I actually heard somebody say that. I'm going to move to South America. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> if you don't think that junk that you see is going on down there as it is up here, you're naive. I got, I got, I got a good friend who went down to um, Argentina. Just kind of a survey trip, you know, check it out. We've heard all this good news about Argentina, how they take care of Americans, buy land, blah, blah, blah. He came back, he said, nope. He said, that same kind of corruption's down there, too. It's down there, too. The whole world is wallowing in sin, guys. So, so what do we do? Find a cave hole up? No. We're to do exactly what Jesus told his disciples to do in Acts chapter 8, just before he departed from this earth. He said, you see me going up? He said, I'm coming back in the same way. You're going to meet me in the clouds. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Yeah, 4. He said, so be witnesses. Get busy. So one of the disciples said, well, when do you restore Israel? Because we all want to know when that kingdom is. He said, it's not for you to know. It's none of your business. He said, get busy, be a witness for me. Why? Because we have a short amount of time, and I'd like you all to be with me in glory. I know that sounds soft to some of you guys who don't tell anybody about Jesus Christ, but that's exactly what our Savior wants. He's long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. All right, that's it for us this evening. Coming up next, Melissa Roxanne with New World Order Info. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you next week.
biblical, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Denied internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free to air satellite system from ABR. The ABR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75 centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149. $99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Apothecary Herbs announces a brand new formula to help balance blood pressure from head to foot, strengthen your heart muscle, and reduce cholesterol. Now you have a professional strength alternative that works all without fear or worry of serious side effects. Empower yourself. Become independent from the expensive drugs. Call Apothecary Herbs and ask for heart, blood pressure, and cholesterol formula toll-free, 866-229-3663 or online at the three W's dot thepowerherbs.com. Heart, blood pressure, and cholesterol formula is just $24.95 and comes with a money-back guarantee. So get a pencil and write this down. Apothecary Herbs, toll-free, 866-229-3663, or on the web at the three W's dot thepowerherbs.com.
right. Welcome to New World Order Info. And I'm Melissa Roxanne. You're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and check out all the different ways to listen to AVR. It's a bit hectic tonight. Um, It is my live show, however, on Monday, August, let me see here, 24th. I thought it was up the 24th. 2015. (laughs) Like I say, it's been a hectic day and night, but um, yeah, I just decided to do my live show. None of the shows have been live today because we had a problem here. We didn't know what it was, but Frank just recently found out, and uh, we haven't had internet since we woke up, and we haven't had any phone lines working either, and apparently some piece of equipment on a truck or trailer or something, I guess. Something that was too tall took down the lines. So they're out there repairing them, and they claim they're going to be fixed by sometime the end of the day. That's what he talked to somebody from CenturyLink, and the worker told Frank that. So right now we don't have Internet, and so... I just decided 10 minutes before my show to do my show and uh, had to get my music ready in that length of time and, you know, run and do a lot of other stuff and run down to my studio and hook up all my equipment, which I do every week. I don't leave it out. So anyway, I'm here. And uh, who knows? Hopefully Frank will be able to do his show um, later tonight. Anyway, pray that we get our internet back and our phone lines back as soon as possible. We'd appreciate that. Thanks to all the micro-broadcasters out there and everybody out there that supports AVR and, you know, the host for understanding. You know, there's nothing we could do. Uh, This is only going out on the local FM micro-broadcasting station, by the way, Uh, and it will be in the audio archives once Frank can get online to put it in the audiograph so no one really is hearing me live uh, until the internet comes back on and maybe Frank's able to to get AVR back on the air. But um, anyway, I am doing my live show and it's about 6.16 p.m. here Pacific time. So um, I am going to talk about vitamin C because I believe the time is short and You know, a lot of things could happen very soon with everything going on, and I do believe something big is going to happen in September, which is next month. Um, I could be wrong, and a lot of other people could be wrong about that, but um, I really feel like probably, most likely, an asteroid is going to hit... um, You know, they claim it's supposed to hit in the ocean probably around Puerto Rico. And if that happens, I think that there's no telling what all will happen. But for one thing, there should be, you know, tsunamis. And I think that they will definitely hit um, the east coast of the United States and and many other places, no doubt about it. Um, And, you know, the west coast may also be hit, and there could be earthquakes and a lot of other things. Um, So, and and the asteroid could cause fire all over the Earth. I don't know. But 
Um, so I'm thinking that's probably going to happen in September, and I could be wrong, and I know you're not supposed to date set and all that, you know, um, and I'm not saying I'm some prophet or anything like that, definitely not. I just know from, you know, things I've read in the Bible and things that I've seen online, um, you know, a lot of different things and a lot of different people are having visions and I do believe there are prophets in the last days and the Bible tells us that and yes I believe you're supposed to test the spirits and I don't believe in using divination or anything like that um, but a lot of people have seen like Florida underwater and um, I told you about those tsunami clouds I haven't still had a chance to look for those, as soon as the internet comes back, I'm going to do so, but supposedly, I told you, you know, there's these tsunami clouds, there's these waves in the clouds, clouds that are shaped like waves, and one was in Birmingham, Alabama, and I forget where the other one was, it was another state, and the clouds looked like these these big waves, and they were just lined up in the sky, and I did see still shots of those in a video, so that's about the best I could tell you. You could probably look it up yourself easily on a search engine. You know, type in tsunami, wave, clouds, uh, Birmingham, something like that. Um, in the video, they said it made worldwide news. Somehow I missed it at the time. And I don't remember hearing anyone else talk about it either. So I don't even know exactly when this happened, but I would look, in it, look it up if I were you, which I'm going to do once our internet comes back. But um, I didn't have internet last Monday during my show either. So anyway, it's been out a bunch. And, um, so yeah, I, I think that there's going to be a lot of riots soon and people are going to be hungry and, you know, the economy seems to be crashing. I don't think it's going to be, they're going to be able to keep it going very much longer. And I think, our Heavenly Father is very upset, um, to say the least, about the way the world is and the way the United States is and our leaders are and the Supreme Court justices and their decisions and, you know, the whole sodomy uh, issue and then passing the sodomite marriage, you know, enabling that. And I think it's time for us to be punished, you know, for that and and sacrificing little babies and just the wickedness and the evil, uh, you know, that our country has become. And so many people are in support of these things. And it's, you know, so it's the leaders. Yes, it's the leaders. But it's also the people that are doing wrong. Not everybody is doing wrong, of course. But anyway, so I think, you know, it's going to be our time to be punished very soon, and the world will, will also be punished, I believe. And I think the Heavenly Father, yes, He, you know, will probably protect a lot of people that are born again in Christ, but we also know a lot of them, you know, a lot of us are going to be beheaded, and we're going to suffer. We're going to suffer greatly. And so, you know, then there's the tribulation and the great tribulation, and, you know, some people believe they'll be raptured out of here before the tribulation. Um, while that would be, you know, maybe good to not have to go through all that, I I don't think it's going to happen. But if it does, you know, then that's 
that's our Heavenly Father's decision. Um, I've never believed in the pre-tribulation rapture. But um, anyway, I think there's going to be a lot of people that most likely die in this next month, in in, uh, September of 2015. That's my personal opinion, and I'm hoping I'm wrong. But like I tell everybody, I'm having a cat issue here. I'm trying to move my cat who (laughs) wants to be lovey-dovey with me right now while I'm trying to be on the air. Um, yeah, so I hope I am wrong, and I hope a lot of people are wrong that believe, you know, a lot of things are happening in September. Um, but I'm thinking any time between the 15th and the end of September are dangerous times to, in other words, you know, I wouldn't want to be in the cities during that time, especially big cities, but probably any city, um, and I, I wouldn't want to be on the East Coast. I wouldn't want to be on the coast anywhere in the United States for sure and probably, in, you know, in the world. But um, I also don't know where really the safe areas will, would be, you know, if any of these things happen. So that's just everybody needs to pray about it, you know, and and ask for guidance and wisdom. And um, I, I do think, you know, Maybe people, certain people think that it does no good to talk about these things, you know, what can you do kind of thing. But I believe our Heavenly Father is trying to warn the people. And he is telling his prophets about these things that are coming. And he's warning them to warn others, such as you listening now. You know, he's warning them so that, that so in turn, people that hear them talk, that see them on videos or whatever, um, can warn other people. And and if it's, you know, you pray about it and you think that it's a, a good warning to heed and you get out, you know, get out of the East Coast, for instance, you know, and try to go someplace away from the coast. But like I say, I don't know where the safe places are, but I think the East Coast is going to be is going to be hit by the tsunami for sure, and probably the West Coast will too, although it may not be as devastating and as many deaths on the West Coast. And, you know, a lot of people think it's going to go, you know, Texas is going to be affected too, and all the way up the whole East Coast. Um, who knows how far inland it's going to affect um, just the tsunami alone. But, um, you know, it it could go all the way up to Canada and the rest of the world, I don't know either. But we know from tsunamis in the past, from Fukushima and other places, how devastating it can be. And so this could be major. And so I I just believe it's good to get prepared. And, And if you think it's a good thing to... You know, after after seeking what the Lord would have you do, what our Heavenly Father would have you do, and the Holy Ghost would lead you to do, um, if it's if it's something you think you need to do is to get out of these areas that are um, probably not going to be safe, then that I think that would be a good thing if you're led to do so and you live due to being warned or due to heeding what you believe is what you know our Heavenly Father is telling you that. Jesus is telling you, or the Holy Ghost is telling you, et cetera. Um, so, 
Um, you know, I, I just think praying about it is a good thing and getting prepared, you know. And even if you don't leave, you know, you choose to stay, getting prepared the best you can for all these things that could happen and just being prepared all the time. So that's why I'm doing the shows about vitamin C, which I've done many, many. Um, I'm going to, you know, keep trying to help you to prepare like I always have. Um, but, you know, now's the time to get the supplies, I believe. You know, now it's down to the wire. So I would be getting the vitamin C. You know, that's my particular thing. You know, Frank and I do definitely believe vitamin C is a wonderful thing, a life-saving thing for people and animals, for sure. And it has saved many, many people's lives and many animals' lives. And there's going to be plagues. There's going to be dead bodies everywhere. They're not going to be burying bodies. I know the Bible tells us that. You know, there'll come a time when they're not going to be burying bodies. So there's going to be all these health issues and plagues. And uh, I'm sure the government will be releasing plagues, you know. Satan, et cetera, will be releasing plagues. And then there will be rats and and there's already ticks, you know, that cause problems. I've been reading about plagues due to that uh, and you know, a couple of people, one of them died, I believe. I think a child also was affected by a plague recently in California, I believe. But anyway, so these things are going to be rampant. And if you don't know how to deal with them and you don't have the vitamin C, you don't have the garlic, organic garlic would be the best. And, and other things you need, like activated charcoal and everything, then, you know, apple cider vinegar, Things like that that you've heard me heard me talk about for years, and many other things, the coconut oil and stuff like that. That would be great. Many of these things are great for viruses and bad bacteria. So the more things that are good for taking care of, you know, lots of different issues, the better. So now's the time to stock up. Now would be a great time to get the Live On Labs Lipospheric Vitamin C, and. Um, you know, stock up while you still can because who knows, what if, um, hopefully it won't happen, but what if it does happen as early as next month or very soon thereafter it could happen. You know, some people say it's going to happen in December, like Planet X is going to hit or something, um, Nibiru and all that. So anyway, I think it's going to be soon and look what happened with 9-11. You know, people had no idea that was going to happen. Um, and I believe that was part of us being judged as well. And so, you know, there, it was a devastating thing that happened and around the world, you know. Um, it, it did affect everybody pretty much. I mean, probably more here, but it did affect everything, the economy. And so just imagine what can happen. The stores could be shut down in a very short period of time. They could have a banking holiday. They could tell us that there's a virus and that, you know, they're going to have to close the banks down for the weekend or something. They could make this up, For in, in other words. People have been saying this, for instance, and that once you hear, oh, there's a virus, you know, and the banks have to close for the weekend, but we'll be back Monday and you'll be able to get your money then. Well, some think that we'll have maybe 72 hours before martial law is declared at that point. However, I have heard somebody say um, that supposedly was an insider that they're not going to call it martial law. They probably will not call it that, but it'll be some type of an emergency they'll declare. 
But basically, we'll be under martial law. So anyway, now's the time to get what you can get. That's the bottom line, and to get prepared as best you can. So we'll be back. We're taking a break, so stick around. We'll be right back with more New World Order info on AmericanVoiceRadio.com.
shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. count high, half of all men over 50 have an enlarged prostate. You can shrink your prostate without harmful drugs or risky surgery. The secret to healing the prostate is to cleanse the prostate and the liver. Call Apothecary Herbs to ask about the prostate kit for a comprehensive way to heal and soothe your prostate. Educate yourself on how easy it can be to disinfect, cleanse, and restore your prostate glands. Call Apothecary Herbs for the prostate kit and successfully reduce swelling, inflammation, dissolve stones, and cleanse the blood to obtain the results you need. Money-back guarantee with every purchase. Call the experts in organ cleansing. Call Apothecary Herbs now for the prostate kit and empower yourself. Toll free, 866-229-3663 or international callers, 704-875-8010. That's toll free, 866-229-3663 or visit the web at thepowerherbs.com. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now.
Welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com. Check out all the different ways to listen, and uh, I suppose nobody's in the chat room that I'm aware of anyway, since our internet is down and our phone lines are down and all that, so we're not, as far as I know, going out live except for on the micro-broadcasting station, the local one to FM, WCPR 100.7 from White City, Oregon. So, um, you know, you may be able to hear me if you're listening on there. But anyway, um, it is my live show, and it's Monday, August 24th, 2015. We had some problem here, and uh, we have, you know, no DSL internet and no phone lines, so... They are working on repairing those, according to what they told Frank when he went to town to find out, you know, what was going on. And um, we hopefully will, they told us they would fix the problem by the end of the day. So, you know, we're praying and we'd love it if you would do the same, that we'll get those back as soon as possible, both the phone lines and the use of the Internet, and that they'll be able to repair everything in as fast a manner and as correctly, you know, as possible. So, um, and it's a good thing nobody was hurt, you know, or anything, um, because I didn't really know what had happened. So, to me, it was good news, you know, and that it will be back uh, as quickly as they claim it will be. Hopefully, it will be. So, um, I decided at the last minute I was going to do my show, and so I'm hoping Frank will be able to do his. Anyway, that's why you have not been hearing live shows so far today until my show. So um, so I'm going to, like I say, I believe, you know, with the things that are coming and, and whether they're coming or not coming, I believe in, you know, I don't personally believe in using sorcery or pharmacia, which is what taking big pharmaceutical drugs is and over-the-counter drugs is. And if you heard Wendy, uh, I believe it was on Financial Survival the last time she was on there, I believe, which would have been last week. I did hear Wendy um, talking about uh, how they have now claimed they're going to put this big warning on things like aspirin and non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications, NSAIDs, like Motrin and acetaminophen and Tylenol and Aleve and aspirin and all these different things, and how deadly they are, how they cause heart attacks and and many other things. And, you know, they're, they're very dangerous for anyone to take, even if they don't have heart problems. But if they do have heart problems, they're even more dangerous than statin drugs Uh, I've warned you about that and things like aspirin and Tylenol and Motrin and all these things. I've told you, you know, how they have killed people and any drug can do this. Any kind of pharmaceutical drug or over-the-counter drug can cause death. And and so now, you know, you heard it from Wendy reading an article about that very thing. So they're, you know, making these warnings on these over-the-counter medications basically to save their, you know, what's... um, protect them legally and all that so that they can't be sued for it. And um, so anyway, I would be thinking, in fact, I wouldn't be taking, I was going to say I'd be thinking twice, but no, 
you know, I already know I wouldn't be taking any of those drugs. I wouldn't be taking any kind of over-the-counter drugs um, or big form of drugs. And they are very deadly, so that's just more confirmation. So, you know, whether these terrible things that are to come and tribulation and the, you know, the seals being opened, the seven seals and uh, the trumpets and all these things that are going to be happening and judgment that's going to be happening in the United States and the world, you know, regardless of those things, we still, I believe, need to know how to treat ourselves in emergencies. And when we don't have the Internet, when we don't have, you know, the the pharmacia and sorcery to turn to, you know, we don't have the so-called white coats, we don't have the the genocidal murderers to turn to because that's what most people do turn to. They turn to them. So what are you going to do when you can't turn to them anymore and you can't go get murdered in a hospital? I guess you're going to have to take your chances on, you know, screwing it up yourself instead of letting them screw it up, which is what they always do anyway. I mean, it's very few and far between and they do anything good. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying there's not any good doctors. There are. But it seems like they're so few and far between nowadays. Um, and they pretty much do as they're told and as their overlords force them to do or else they suffer the consequences. And they're, you know, most people are in it, it seems, for the love of money and greed. Um, maybe they didn't get into medicine for that sole purpose or maybe they were trying to do good, but then they probably, you know, they probably were brainwashed and, and basically told, you're going to do what you're told or else. You're, you're not going to be practicing medicine. You're not going to be licensed to practice medicine. You know, you have to do, you have to practice the standard of care and follow the standard of care. And the standard of care is what causes people to die. So, you know, if they want to make that money and, you know, all the years that they went to college and, you know, medical school, if they want to, you know, not throw all that away and, and do the right thing, which some of them have done. Some of them have turned away from that type of training, and they've gone kind of rogue, and they've left that type of brainwashing system. And, um, you know, the pharmaceutical overlords that decide what they're going to do and the powers that be that decide what they're going to do, and they've gone off on their own, and they've gone against societal norms just like we have you know the patriots the christians the homeschoolers and the people that believe in the constitution and they believe in god's law and you know the people that are doing the right things you know we go against the norm and the status quo and and we're kind of like uh i don't know where we go against the grain you know um and we're not like the masses. We're not like the mindless masses. So, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have gone against the grain. They've gone against societal norms. They've been deemed conspiracy theorists or whatever. You know, they call us all kind of names to demonize us and to, in order to to follow the herd and, you know, to to keep away from us and to make us look like we're evil and terrorists and crazy and all these things because they don't want to have anything to do with us. You know, our own family has done this many times 
you know, the people we live with, uh, our loved ones, whatever, your coworkers, your neighbors, your friends. Uh, you know, it's all happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to you too. And so anyway, what saddens me is the fact that even though so many of you have bucked the system and gone up against it and you believe in the things you do and you stand for what you believe in, many of you, I believe, are still brainwashed to still go to the hospitals and the doctors that are killing so many, you know, whether it's on purpose or by accident or whatever. That's what saddens me. So I try to tell you an alternative, you know, way to deal with these things. And I I do say legally, yes, you have to check with your doctor. But like I tell you, I don't believe in going to the doctor, to the allopathic doctor's and I don't go, and I haven't gone for years, and I don't go to the hospital either. And I think those are some dangerous places to go to where you're around all the sick people and patients and so many people that are on these big pharmaceutical drugs and over-the-counter drugs that are so dangerous that can kill so many people and do and cause all kinds of terrible side effects. And and there's all kinds of infections at these places and hospitals, you know, that are that are easily passed from doctor to patient, from nurse to patient, from patient to patient, et cetera, from people visiting patients, you know, that catch these things. And so I would try to stay away from those and do as much as possible, you know. Anyway, so it's just I wish that people would listen and wake up to the fact that, you know, there are alternatives. I've been telling you that for all the years that, you know, that I've been talking about health, and that's been a lot of years. And um, I was telling people before I ever came to AVR, you know, people that I would meet on the street and the stores, total strangers, anybody that would listen about Terry Schindler, Shivo, and what all they did to her, the woman in Florida that they tortured, dehydrated while starving, and they dehydrated her to death, but I believe they murdered her before she actually died of dehydration, although she was... She was very dehydrated. Her brain, they claimed, and all top they had shrunk. And, of course, that's from dehydration, although they didn't tell people that's why her brain had shrunk. But this can happen to us all, you know. If we don't have water, for instance, we all of us can die of dehydration. That's the quickest way to go, probably, you know, is to run out of water. So that's something very important we all need to try to get while we still can, a means to store water, a means to filter water you know, and all these different things, and um, a way to filter the water that you can do off the grid, gravity-powered systems that don't require power, etc., and try to get everything you can now to live off the grid, because that could be coming in a very short period of time, I believe. Whether it does or not, when it does happen, we need to have as much as we can possibly have in order to get through these times as easily as possible, and it's not going to be easy for anybody, I don't believe. I think it's going to be hard for us all. So the more prepared, the more things that you have, you know, the tangible assets that you have that you can actually use in these troubled times to come, when there is no power, there is no Internet, there are no doctors to go to, there are no big pharmaceutical, you know, sorcery, pharmacia drugs to turn to, Um, then you're going to need to know what to do to save your lives and others. And you're going to need water and you're going to need food. 
and you're going to need remedies, medical, you know, health remedies. Um, so that's why I'm hoping you listen. You will stock up on things like vitamin C and all the other things you hear me and others talk about, the herbs like Wendy talks about and, you know, the... There's alternatives to aspirin. You know, there's there's herbs. There's willow sweet and meadow bark, for instance, for headaches and things like that, pain. Uh, activated, uh, I'm sorry, organic charcoal is another one that is great for pain and headaches and things like that and back pain. I have thrown out my back many times in the past. It hasn't happened in a long time. But I have thrown out my back many times and... You know, before I knew things about health, I had done that many times, including after I moved here. And I moved here in March of 2007 to Southern Oregon, Eagle Point, Oregon, where AVR studios are located. And uh, shortly thereafter, I did end up having back problems, and I, I was hunched over. I couldn't stand up straight. And I was told... After suffering like that for, I'm thinking, maybe a few days, to use, basically, um, it was the MSM, you know, the organic sulfur MSM. And um, so I, I took some of that, I believe. I'm pretty sure I did. And if I didn't take it orally, which I may have done, I uh, I can't remember, but... I put some, I know, I mixed some into some lotion, which I think the kind that I used already was lotion that had the MSM already in it. And I used some of that, and I may have added some more MSM to it. And I put that on my back. You know, I rubbed it into the area of my back where it was hurting me really badly, and I couldn't even stand up or anything. And in no time... It was like I didn't even have any back pain. And so this is another thing that will work wonderful for pain, I believe, that I would choose to use. And another thing for pain in general is vitamin C. Vitamin C is wonderful for pain. So that's another thing that you, you know, can know and research and look into while you still can get online and read about it and save things on your hard drive and print them out so that you don't just have them saved on a hard drive because unless you have a way to protect your hard drive, your computer, your files and all that and any kind of, you know, thing with a computer that uses a computer or is electronic, if we have any kind of EMP strike or any kind of solar flare or whatever it is that takes out the grid and takes the grid down and knocks the power out, which will probably be worldwide, then, you know, you're not going to be able to access those things unless you do print them out or you have a Faraday cage to contain your computer, your tower, you know, your whatever it is that works, you know, that would work if it was properly protected and grounded. So look into that too, of course, but um, yeah, print them out so that you have a backup copy, you know, and you can make more than one copy and put them in different places. And uh, I can't guarantee you that that's going to help or work, but it's better than not doing it, you know, because, yes, there could be a tsunami, there could be many things, you know, the earth could open up and swallow, you know, you and 
your stuff in it, which I believe is going to happen too, you know, in certain places. And so, you know, I think we're going to have a pole shift at some point, but who knows if that's going to happen soon or what, or later or what. And the Bible talks about, it sounds like a pole shift anyway. I read that to you from last week from Revelation 6. And uh, so anyway, a lot of things are going to happen. So we need to be prepared as possible. So go, you know, get, your, get a printer if you don't have one. Get a laser printer, I would advise you to do. Um color laser one if you can and if not just a monochrome black and white you know one that prints in black ink etc which I've done um, and I got one for like $37 from newegg.com and it was brand new I haven't used it yet but I need to get a printer cable it did not come with that and I've been told you can get those probably for like $7 from newegg or tigerdirect.com so I'm going to order one of those, and then I'm going to be able to use my printer, and I'm going to print out as much as I can, you know. I have saved a lot of things for years, so I have a lot of things saved, but I still need to save a whole lot more. Um, things that, you know, I know a lot about health, but the more things I can save that may save my life, Frank's life, our animals' lives, and others' lives, the better, you know. So that's what I'm trying to do to get prepared. And, you know, there may only be a short time to do so. So, you know, i got to get going with that. And um, so that's what I'm hoping you'll do, too. And you'll get all the things you need for remedies and order them and, and get them, buy them while you can. Get your water situation, your, you know, water filtration situation going. Everything you can do. What if you knew... Let's just say you knew you had 30 days to prepare or even maybe 40 days to prepare. That may be, you know, the truth. That may It may be even less than that that we have left because if something happens in the middle of next month, that's not even 30 days to prepare. And a lot of people think things could happen from the 15th on to the end of the month next month. So there's a lot of different factors leading us to believe that. Who knows if it will or not, but hey, why not be prepared so that when the 15th of next month comes, you have as many things as you can possibly get in that short amount of time, you know? So batten down the hatches, get prepared while you can. That's what Frank and I are trying to do. Whether he believes these things, these crazy things I talk about or not, you know, we're trying to get as prepared as we can and hoping that these things don't happen. And I personally wouldn't advise being downtown, being in a city, from the mid, you know, point of next month through the end of the month, for sure. Uh, I'm going to try my best to avoid doing that and to try to get what we need before then. We'll be right back. ...and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of election, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not public. Stakes are buried, not headlines. Its dissenters are silent, not praised. 
vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Unemployment insurance running out, jobs leaving the country. Many people cannot afford to eat or keep a roof over their head. Too many can do neither. Messiah's Branch has a mission church in Wichita, Kansas that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people, your neighbors. The mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children who once had homes now in the street. They all need what you need. First aid, beds, food, clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Or donate online by going to wichitahomeless.com or simply call 
No, I don't know what the safe places are to be where they are, but I would think, you know, in cases of tsunamis or earthquakes, I wouldn't want to be, you know, I know there's earthquakes in many places, like Frank said, even where he grew up in New Jersey, where they don't normally have earthquakes, and the Bible talks about that, you know, we're going to have earthquakes in diverse places and all kind of different wild things going on with the weather and suns and the heavens and the latter days and all these things and before Jesus returns. And that's exactly what we're having, you know. But I would try to get away from the coast and away from definitely known fault lines and things like that as much as possible. And I know not everybody can do it. Not everybody's going to do it. And probably most people won't do it. But if it saves anybody's life or, you know, anybody's life is saved, due to listening to these warnings and praying about them and then deciding if if it is your you know you believe the heavenly Fa- our heavenly father and the holy ghost you know want you to leave etc and you do so and it saves your life and you're able to help people in many different ways and do good works and you know hopefully save people's souls and maybe save their lives in the future or your own life even, you know. Or maybe you become born again in Christ because of these things that happen. And maybe you did leave the area and your life was saved and so you become born again. Or whatever the case may be, you know. Um, there's a lot of good that can come from these things. And and that's why I believe, you know, we, we will be persecuted. Um, you know, think of all the suffering that Jesus had to go through for us and for our sins to be cleansed you know, from his blood being shed on the cross and everything, all the torture that he had to endure. And now it's it seems, yes, I know we're saved by grace and, and you know, by faith and, and all these things and good works are not what gets you into heaven, but we are here to save souls. And so I believe a lot of people will be saved, you know, due to tribulation and all the perilous times to come. And there will be a lot of people that won't. But the more of us that are born again in Christ that are here and around to witness to others that, you know, maybe can help them to learn about Jesus and the Bible and the true gospel of Jesus Christ and what the Bible says and give them Bibles and talk to them and all these things and try to help them. As much as we can, the better, you know, and the more good we can do, the better. While we're still here, that's our main purpose, to be here, to help others, to love our neighbor as ourselves, and to love our Heavenly Father with all of our heart, mind, and soul, and to witness to others about Jesus and salvation and what the Bible says and all these things and how to become born again in Christ. So, so you know, and getting prepared as best you can. I know you can't get prepared for every single thing that's going to happen, but what if the time was short? And what if, you know, even if you don't believe the things I'm saying that may happen in September may not happen in September. They're going to happen. A lot of these things, anyway, they're, are going to happen. The Bible tells us, you know, there's going to be earthquakes. There's. It looks like it's probably telling us there's going to be a pole shift, you know. I'm sure there'll be many probably pole shifts between now and the end of time or the end of the world or whatever. And there's been many in the past. So, um, you know, and how can you prepare for that? You can't. All you can do is do the best you can with what you've got 
get as much as you can get now while you can. And I'm not able, I could get out my Bible right here, but um, I, I can only access right here online, Revelation 6. Um, and I've read that through the last show, and it talks about the seals being opened and, and a lot of things that are going to happen that are going to be, you know, very perilous times. And how the kings of the earth and the great men, the rich men, and the mighty men and the chief captains and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens and the rocks and the mountains. And, you know, heaven departed as a scroll when it's rolled together and every mountain and island were moved out of their places, all these things. That sounds like it could be a possible pole shift. And if not, you know, it could be that the tectonic plates move and all these things like they've, they're talking about are happening, the scientists are saying are happening, you know, and it could cause great earthquakes and sinkholes and, you know, people to be swallowed up in the earth and homes to be, you know, go through the cracks in the earth and it'd be gone and, you know, the land to fall into the ocean and break off. And a lot of people think that's going to happen with many places, including the United States. And that the United States will be broken up in pieces, that certain parts of it will fall into the ocean. You know, and that probably will happen around the world. And so all these earth changes, I believe, are coming. It's just a matter of when. And, and there are signs in the heavens. There are all these blood moons that we've been having last year and this year. There's another one coming up next month, and there's, you know, a lot of things. The Jewish holidays, uh, one of them is going to fall on, I believe, and, you know, have the blood moons that have fallen on these holidays in the past. And, uh, you know, Revelation 6, verse 12 does say, And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and, lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black. A sackcloth of hair and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. Then it talks about, and the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. Every mountain and island? Okay, how many mountains and islands are there? And if every one of them were moved out of their places, that does sound like a pole shift. I don't know that it's going to be for certain, but in, no matter what, it's going to be devastating. So, you know, we need to be prepared. We need to be prepared. If we die, you know, where is your soul going to end up? That's like the most important thing, whether your physical body is able to make it or not, you know, your soul is going to go to, you know, it's either going to go to the lake of fire or it's going to be in heaven and in paradise, you know, maybe. So, you know, we're supposed to have a thousand years on earth as paradise. So, anyway, do you want to go to the lake of fire or do you want to be in paradise with our Heavenly Father and Jesus? Um, and your loved ones the same, you know, and, and all the people that you know. So, like I say, if you knew your time was short... There's a song called Live Like You Were Dying. And, you know, what if, what if you did have the belief like I do that these things could happen as early as September and millions of people just in the United States could possibly be dead, including my own family, my loved ones, you know, people I know that live live in these places, um, you know, friends from chat and things like that. There's a lot of people we know that 
on the East Coast, and uh, it's, it's sad. So all I can do is say the things that I believe, and, and if you listen, you listen. If you don't, you don't, you know, and tell you, please pray about them and ask for guidance and wisdom about these things, but get prepared as prepared as you can. And so read the Bible and see what it says, you know. Read what read Revelation and Revelation 6 and on from there and, and all of Revelation. And there's a special blessing for those people that do read Revelation according to the Bible. And, you know, one day Bibles, I believe, will be banned, especially definitely the King James Version, I believe, will be. So, you know, I think it's a good thing to... to read them and to know what they say and to become very familiar with the Bible and the verses in it and it will tell you the things that are to come. So I don't believe in just going around uh, watching YouTube videos and listening to visionaries. I believe in reading the Bible and I believe what the Bible says. But I do believe, yes, there are prophets in the latter days and, you know, I hope that, like I say, what happens doesn't happen in September. And, and But things are going to happen, the Bible tells us, so we need to get prepared. And, like I say, stock up on vitamin C and, and everything else you can um, that you're going to need to survive. So, um, I would print out everything I could, um, you know, that will tell you and help you to know how to save your lives and others and get the Bibles and, you know, um, try to do everything you can to help save souls while you are still alive. But I would, if, if I were you, and I'm going to do this too, get as many things for survival and preparedness before mid-September of next month that you can. And you can go to garage sales. You can go to thrift stores. You can go to estate sales. You can look on online. Go to Craigslist. Many places have Craigslist, you know, many cities have Craigslist. And you can just type in craigslist.org and then find the closest city to you. List it on Craigslist and look in there. Go to garage sales, and I believe it's under garage sales. And they'll list garage and estate sales and auctions and things like that there. So that you can look, and it'll give you by day. So, you know, the closest day, whenever you look it up, it's going to list first. And, you know, you can choose what days to look up to see when these auctions, these estate sales, these garage sales are happening. That would be a great place to get great deals a lot of the time on everything you'll need, you know, for survival and preparedness purposes. Not everything, maybe not not things like vitamin C, perhaps, but tools and, you know, sometimes guns, sometimes ammunition. Um, they have auctions and estate sales and garage sales and whatever you want to call it, tag sales and things like that, that you can purchase these things for fantastic deals. So that's one thing you can do and that I've done many, many times and Frank and I have done and I've gotten fantastic deals on many things that way. Um, and thrift stores is another great source to buy used merchandise, even new merchandise that people have never even used. You can find a lot of times, and eBay is another good one. Um, you know, and just be sure to look at people's feedback when you're buying on eBay 
and making sure that they're not ripping people off and stuff like that. Um, that's another good source to get things, used things or new things that have never been used, you know, new in the box things. You can get great deals on things, you know, so all these different places. Um, you can look for things like that, uh, you know. So get what you can now while you can get them. That's what I would advise you. And, uh, you, you know, some some of you that may have the means, the, the money, you if you go to these estate sales, for instance, or garage sales, um, the last few hours that they're open, some of them will be for several days. Some a lot of times around here they'll have estate sales that'll be like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or something like that. And estate sales are normally, unless it's a living estate sale where the person is still alive and maybe they're going to a nursing home or they're moving into a high-rise or an apartment or downsizing, you know, that's called a living estate sale. So the person may still be alive. And so all the contents of their estate, their home, are sold, usually in their home. And then if it's an estate sale where people have died, then maybe the you know, the people that inherit their belongings, their children usually or something, they'll decide what they want to keep and what they don't want to keep and what they don't want to keep. They'll have an estate sell person come in, recommended usually by an estate, you know, attorney taking care of the estate. They'll recommend the local, you know, appraiser, et cetera. And they'll come in and they'll appraise the belongings and they'll have an auction maybe online or you can come pick it up in person whatever so these are the things i've taken part in in the past you may want to do the same you can get really good deals i'll tell you more on the other side we'll be right back
Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for one four. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System.
Welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne. It's the last part of my live show tonight on Monday, August 24th, 2015. You're still listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com. So I was telling you about ways to get prepared. Hopefully by mid-September you will be as prepared you know, as you can get in that short amount of time. Uh, because I believe uh, mid-September 2015 it could get really bad in the United States and uh, all over the world. Um, anytime then, till then, to the end of September, and I know, you know you're not supposed to date set, and I'm not saying I'm some modern-day prophet, and I haven't gotten any visions or anything like that. But a lot of people have, and not just that, but there's the... There's all kind of things going on with CERN that they're doing. They're colliding protons. You've heard me talk about that. Uh, they're finding dark matter. I believe they're creating portals. You know, and they're admitting to creating portals. Um, they're doing things that are, that are, I believe, totally against what our Heavenly Father would want them to do. You know, they're basically doing Satan's work. They're his minions, I believe. And so they're trying to open up these portals to have all kinds of things like demons come through. Some believe the Antichrist could arise or appear after them doing this. Um, you know, and it could cause all kinds of havoc within the earth and earth changes and who knows what they could be doing, you know, they could be capable of doing. I believe they're supposed to, you know, they're they're firing this thing up, using it at full power. It could cause the whole universe to be destroyed, according to scientists, uh, physicists, and people like Stephen Hawking, who's an atheist, by the way, but he's even said what that they're doing could destroy the entire earth, you know. And I believe they're capable of doing things like this. They're capable of causing uh, a black hole that could, you know, the whole universe could be sucked into. They could destroy us all. And they do crazy things knowing these things could happen, and they just don't care, you know. Um, so there's no telling what kind of havoc they're going to create just doing this. Um, according to things I've seen and read, they claim it's going to cause a lot more evil to be released into the earth. And the Bible talks about the seals being opened and, um, you know, Apollo and all that and um, the key to the bottomless pit being open, you know, all these things. So, who knows? Maybe what they're doing could cause that to happen. Um, anyway, I think it's going to get really bad. And it may not happen in September. I hope it doesn't, but it could. So, therefore, get as prepared as you can, like I was saying. So, I was talking about, you know, ways to do that and, and to save money. And I told you, you know, go to Craigslist, for instance, and go to um, ours would be medford.craigslist.org. That's how we would look, you know, the closest city to us on Craigslist. So you can just go to craigslist.org and then look for your state and then look for the closest city to you or maybe one that you could drive to that wouldn't be too far. Some people drive a long way or to even other states to get things on Craigslist because they're such great deals. But anyway, that's a great source to find things for sale. 
And, you know, on Craigslist, if you're just looking for something, you can type in into the search engine what you're looking for. And uh, a lot of people on Craigslist will, you know, be asking for a certain amount of money, and then you negotiate, basically. So some people are very firm in what they want, and they'll say firm, and they'll put the price. And there's some people that think even if they do put firm, that doesn't mean they're not going to try to negotiate them down, and they will. They may offer them half or a quarter of what they're asking, you know. I went one time with Frank and looked at a truck I wanted to buy or I was interested in buying anyway. Um, and it was an old Datsun truck, which I want and I've been wanting for years. And So I test drove it and everything, and it took us a long time to even get to the place. But, you know, after all that, I was prepared to, you know, make an offer. But then after all this, they told us, you know, they wouldn't take any less than the amount that they posted on Craigslist, which they didn't even put firm. So that kind of upset me, you know, and Frank and I couldn't believe they didn't put firm. They didn't say, you know, I will absolutely not be willing to come down any on the price or anything. So to me, it was just a waste of time. So, you know, a lot of times they'll tell you, you can text me or you can email me or they may make you only be able to contact them through the Craigslist email, which I've been able to post on there and do that very thing. Or you could get an email account, you know. I wouldn't advise giving out your real, like get an email account just for Craigslist, in other words. You know, get one just for people to contact you if you're going to place an ad on Craigslist to contact you that way. Or maybe you're going to deal with somebody else that has placed an ad on Craigslist. You may not want them to have your real email address. You may just want to go get a an email like a Yahoo or whatever kind of email address just so you can contact them and stuff like that by email and they won't have your real email address. Or... A lot of times they'll just use the Craigslist email relay program thing. and So anyway, there's lots of different ways. And then there's other people that will say, text me only. I'll only, I won't answer my phone. Or there's others that will say, I won't deal with anybody except for through phone conversations. You know, I'm not going to pay attention to any emails that are sent to me because there's a lot of scammers on Craigslist. And you have to be careful. You have to keep safety in mind. You know, you know, I, it's not good, I don't think, to really, you know, if you can go with another person so that there's at least two of you, that would probably be the best thing. Not to go to some stranger's home either, although people do that, but it's better if you can get them to meet you, if they will, to meet you in a public location. Some say even police stations to meet them there inside the police station, uh, if you want to do that. Uh, or a bank or some kind of public place where there's security cameras and things like that. So that would, you know, a public location where there's security cameras that can film you and uh, meet them inside the building would be the best thing if they'll agree to that. If they won't and they want you to come to their home, then, you know, hey, that's up to you, but it could be dangerous. So keep all that in mind. I mean, people have been murdered, you know, from putting ads on Craigslist and raped and all kind of things. Serial killers could use Craigslist for that very purpose. So, And they have. Look up Craigslist killer and things like that. So I'm just saying, you know, be careful. You know, and, and I wouldn't think, you know, a woman, a female should go places by themselves, you know, and 
just be careful and um, protect yourselves. And but anyway, um, so Craigslist is a way to find good deals. And uh, another one, like I told you, is the estate sales and the garage sales. And and I find, you know, okay, some people say go the first day of those if they are more than one day. Let's just say it's an estate sale or a garage sale, and they're having it for several days. They'll usually advertise it on Craigslist, among other places, maybe. And so you can look for those. Um, and then, you know, some people say they want to get, you know, they they might post pictures. A lot of people don't post pictures. Um, but if they do post pictures, it's a good idea to go look at the pictures that they post. You can post, like, 20-something pictures on Craigslist. I forget if it's, like, 24, 27 pictures, unless they've changed it since the last time I posted pictures. But So you can post them. And the, if you're wanting to sell something, that's the best thing to do. You know, instead of just putting up an ad saying, hey, I'm having a garage sale or, hey, I'm selling such and such, some people will only check only show me ads with pictures. So they're going to filter out your ad if you don't have a picture, number one. Um, another thing is, you know, if you're going to post an ad there, you need to, to uh, there's a way to renew the ad because if you don't, your ad is going to just kind of fall between the cracks and other ads that are posted after you post yours are going to be further higher up on the list. So you want to renew your ad, things like that. Um and I think you can do that like every day or something like that. Anyway, um, but go to the garage sale or estate sale. Some people like to go the first day and to try to get everything, you know, or even before the sale. Some people will go before the sale. A lot of people do not like that. But, I mean, there's dealers and resellers that will do that. They'll show up before the sale and they'll try to get them to let me look at, you know, what you have for sale before it goes and is offered to the public, you know, at your sale and stuff. And some people will agree to it and some people are highly offended and will not, you know. And if you show up early to their garage sale even, they won't sell you a thing and they won't ever sell you anything. So, you know, you have to talk to them and all. But uh, another way to get a good deal I've found is to go maybe the last day of the sale some people make a living doing this, and they'll go, they'll get a truck or a van or whatever, a trailer, you know, um, with like a truck bed and their truck and all that, and then they'll lo they'll say, hey, you know, I'll take whatever, you know, you don't want, whatever's left over from your garage sale or your estate sale, and you won't have to, you know, deal with it, you won't have to go get rid of it, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes they'll do it, give it to you for free. Sometimes they won't give you anything. Other times they'll say, I'll take such and such a price. I'll make me an offer, you know, or something like that. And I've seen people that have done that very thing. They've bought all the leftovers from estate sales I've been to, and they've got fantastic deals or, you know, maybe $500 for everything left, or I'll buy the whole tool shed for such and such an amount. I don't know what they – I've only talked to one person that was willing to tell me prices he's paid and stuff, and he has an antique shop and – yeah, he was talking about selling it and trying to get me to buy it and all this junk. So he was telling me some things, and I was kind of questioning him. But anyway, you know, that, that's what I found, though, is to go the day of the sale, the last day, and maybe even the last hour or the last couple hours, and then you're going to get better deals that way. I've seen them give me half price on the prices that they had on everything or less. You know, and if you buy a whole lot of stuff, you can usually get them to give you a better deal. Uh, 
some people they you know really try to get it they they ask them to give them a better deal on every single item they pick up they say hey this is mark 10 we take five and then they put it all in a pile at the end and they say okay it adds up to this and then they say well will you take such and such i don't normally do that but i do go on the last day of the sale when it's like half the price and you know they usually will even give you a better deal when you buy a lot of items and you know, you have a big pile of stuff, and then they'll kind of give you even better than just half price. So that I've found that's a way to buy a lot. I've gotten a propane three-way um, refrigerator that works three different ways, you know, um, and I got it for $5, okay? It's worth a lot more. I've gotten a smoker for 15 or maybe 13 at a thrift store. I've gotten tons of stuff this way, and, and for just unbelievable amounts of money. I mean, a smoker that goes for like $100 at Walmart, I've gotten it for like 12 at a thrift store. So I go to these sales and, you know, I try to get things that will be good for survival and preparedness. And I have a lot of other things that I plan to sell, what I can sell between now and September to try to get us everything we need to be prepared. And we already have things, but we don't have everything. So I'm going to try to do that to earn money and to go out and buy things that we can use, like, you know, for food or whatever we need, more vitamin C, more medicine, and things like that. Anyway, um, I will be telling you more about vitamin C on my next, you know, shows and stuff and other ways that I've found you can save money and try to get prepared, you know. And um, so I'm glad I was able to do my show tonight. I'm hoping Frank will be able to do his show coming up next. My show's about to end, so it's time for him to come on. So, anyway, hopefully he'll come up next. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll get prepared and listen to what I had to say and take it, you know, to heart, pray about it. So, hopefully Frank's coming up next, whether he's live or not. Listen for two hours, and have a wonderful night. I would still be loving you When mountains crumble to the there will still be you and me Kind of woman, I give you my all Kind of woman, nothing more
Today my world, it smiles Your hand in mine, we walk the miles Thanks to you, it will be done The sun refused to shine I would still be loving you Mountains crumble to the sea religious and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement.
There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
right, good evening all. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is Monday, August 22nd, 2016. It's about seven minutes after 8 p.m. Pacific time, if that's when it is where you're at. We are, in fact, live, being live, uh, being live that uh, I'm trying to do something here. Sorry. Uh, you can call in 800-932-1980. 800-932-1980. You can also go to the chat room, which is located at our website, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. Uh, everything else you need to know about the network is here, too the archives, everything else. Boy, I'll tell you, it just got nasty here, uh, smoke-wise. I don't know, it rolled in from somewhere. I'm not even sure where, but uh, it was clear all day, and now choking on smoke over here. Yikes. Well, anyhow, that's not going to stop us from uh, proceeding ahead. All right, what do we got going on over here? Well, you know, Hillary's health is becoming an issue. You know, finally, somebody's, uh, oh, gee, golly, uh, maybe she is sick. Gosh, there's doctors all over the place saying, yeah, there's something wrong with her. I mean, you can see that. You know, why not? Uh, look, an independent panel of people should, uh, an independent panel of doctors should, you know, uh, examine her. Have them examine Donald Trump, too. Examine both of them. Let's see. Hey, are you guys in good health or not? What are you hiding? Are you, you know what, because I'll tell you what, if you're getting up there and you're saying, hey, listen here, I uh, I want this job, it's a four-year job, and uh, I want to do it, and I'm ready to do it, and here I go, and we find out you've got some kind of real bad illness. Remember Rudy Giuliani, right? Yeah, he was in some campaign. I think it might have even been the presidential campaign. He found out he had prostate cancer and dropped out. Now, I don't know how that's doing or what he did about it or anything, but I know he dropped out, and uh, maybe there was no prostate cancer. Maybe he used it as an excuse. Who knows? These politicians are not above lying. They'll lie about anything. They lie about everything. What do you mean? Anything. Everything. They lie all the time. So he probably never even had it, but... He said he did, and he dropped out because of that. Is well, because he said he did anyway. Because you see, anything less is fraud. I'm serious, folks. Now look, somebody comes and tells you, "Hey, I'm here for the job interview." Yeah, okay, you're here for the job interview. Well, that's good, but uh, you know, the job requires that you have a degree in whatever. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I got that. You do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, let's see some proof. Oh, no, 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 no. See, that would be an infringement on my privacy. Oh, would it now? Well, then have a nice day, and good luck finding another job, because uh, you're not working here. That's how it goes for everybody else, folks. See, qualifications for the job are something you don't get to say, oh, well, gee golly, you know... I have my privacy, and I, uh, nah, I don't want to share that with you. Oh, that's nice. Well, goodbye. 
But these candidates think, well, no, I'm not releasing my taxes, I'm not releasing my medical, I'm not releasing my college transcripts, I'm not releasing my financial aid, I'm not releasing my birth certificate, I'm not releasing anything. Just vote for me because I say I'm the guy or the gal. Well, that's BS, folks. We shouldn't, we shouldn't settle for that from anybody. Anything I want to know about you that's relevant to the job, And that even applies to, well, gee, have you have you posed naked for many magazines? No? Okay, good. Yes? Hmm. Why? Well, it's young and dumb, needed the money, whatever. Okay, so fine. You know, you can let stuff like that go. Hey, did you ever smoke weed? Well, yeah, I was young and dumb and whatever. Okay, we can let that go. You know, I mean... Okay, some of you out there, dope smoking. Well, you know what? It's okay, though, for you to say that with your Budweiser in your hand, right? Huh? Getting the hypocrisy here? Starting to understand why America's falling to crap? It's attitudes like that, that everything I do is okay because it's me, but if you do something that I don't do, that I don't like, well, then you're a dope smoker. Yeah, well, it hasn't helped the country, though. Look, I don't care. Personally, I don't care if the president smoked weed every day of his life. I don't care. Because I don't believe it matters. I don't believe any more it matters any more than what's that? You have three martinis every night after work. Well, a lot of people would say, "Well, dude, that's an alcoholic." Well, maybe it is. But as long as you, you know, got you know, you're not, you know, uh, doing that at work, like you know, the senators and congressmen. Yeah, they do that at lunch, okay, folks? And who knows that, what else, but they do that at lunch. Yeah, it's no big deal for them to get drunk. It's okay. Yeah, it's just a, oh, just a what? Just a $200,000 a year job? Just the business of the nation? Just the trust of everybody who sent you there? Is that all? Oh, gee, yeah, well, Sure. Load it up at lunchtime. Have a good time there, drunk boy. But you know what? You try that. Try that working at the stinking 7-Eleven. Come back uh, smelling like booze and see what the boss says. You're fired. Get out. That's what happens to you. You know, the double standards in this country that we have allowed... And this is your fault, and this is my fault, that we have allowed these people... To do these, to, oh, well, you know, he's special, he's rich, he's important. It's okay for him to get drunk in the middle of the day at his job because he's rich. He gets paid a lot. You, on the other hand, you minimum wage slug, you have a beer at lunch, you're fired. You see? Oh, and, and the dope smoking present. Yeah, your kids are all out getting high. What are you talking about? Who cares? But, hey, you know, one thing that does matter is like, well, okay, so the job's for four years. You know, there are other jobs out there that are contracted for, okay, this job lasts this long, and then, you know, you'll have to reapply, and we'll see if we need you. But, uh, 
What if you drop dead in two years? I mean, there's never any guarantee that somebody won't drop dead in two years. But, hey, you know, I think a medical examination beforehand is a good idea. Hey, full disclosure, right? Because really, folks, I mean, at the end of the day, we are hiring an employee. He is not the ruler. He is not or she is not the ruler as much as they'd like to believe they are. They're nothing but employees. And you know what? We need to start getting that idea back in our heads. No, no, no. no. See, you're mistaken. You work for me. You don't tell me what to do. I tell you what to do. And I want to know what your health is like. Are you going to make it four years? Because it's important. Especially, like, look this year. Okay, so let's look at Donald Trump. Say he drops dead in two years. Who are we stuck with then? Pence. You know what will happen? It will be LBJ all over again, man. Pence will reverse anything Trump has done because Pence is a globalist. I don't know why. Well, I kind of know why, but I, I'm guessing at why Trump picked him. Because he said from the very beginning, I mean, months and months and months before Pence's name even came up as a possibility. He said, look, uh, who's going to be your vice president? Well, I don't know. I haven't picked him yet, but I want it to be a political guy, is what he said. An insider, in other words. Because, you know, Trump realizes, well, I'm I'm an outsider, and... Uh, you know, he might figure it might make his life a little easier as president to have somebody on the inside, you know, that knows the inner workings of the cesspool. What about Hillary? What if she drops dead in, you know, five days after she's elected? Oh, then we have Kane. President Kane. Hmm. I keep thinking of Cain and Abel, you know, and, and look, you know what? Cain was not a good guy. Cain was the bad guy in this, okay? But as far as it goes, I don't know that much about him. I just think that the health issue, I think Donald Trump should stand up and say, you know what? I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get a full physical and pick a, pick a, pick a neutral good place. You know, worthy of a presidential candidate or whatever. Donald can afford a, 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 a medical bill. Go get a full checkup. Blood work the whole nine yards. Let's see, you know, your health. And then come back and say, okay, hey, guess what? I'm releasing my medical records. Now, what about you? Where's your taxes? 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 That's all they'll say to him. And they don't get the idea, well, I'm being audited, I'm being audited, I'm being audited. You know, ongoing investigation sort of thing. The same crap that they always pull when it's like, well, what about Hillary's emails? Well, we don't want to comment because we're in the middle of an ongoing investigation. Oh, really? Well, what, what, what do the emails say? Well, we don't want to comment because, you know, on and on it goes. We're in the middle of an ongoing investigation. Well, I got news for you. That's what an IRS audit is. 
It's an investigation. But I guess it's okay for him to comment on it, but not you, right? I'd play it, I'd play it to the hilt, man. I would. I'd go see my doctor and I'd say, listen, give me the full workup, man, the blood, the whole thing. Write it down. Do a report. I want it, and we're going to release it right away. And then we're going to pound Hillary with it and say, let's see yours. Come on, I've shown you mine. Let's see yours. Where's your taxes? Where's your taxes? What did taxes have to do with an ability to be president? See, taxes are not the same as health, okay? Oh, yeah, well, oh, well, what might we find out about Donald Trump's tax returns? Did he try to pay the least amount of taxes possible? <gasps> what a horrible man. What, are you guys stupid out there who think that? What kind of a moron would pay more taxes than they have to? Is that the kind of idiot you want as president? I want to pay as much as I can because I'm a freaking moron. <laughs> well, that's what well, that's what we've been having. I hope Donald Trump took every deduction, and I hope he even went beyond that. I hope he went and did, oh, let's see if we can get away with this. Because if I can get away with it, the fine will be less than what I would have been able to get away with. I hope he did. What's the other thing they say could be? Ooh, we might find out Donald Trump's not as rich as he says he is. Okay. Let's say we find out he's not as rich as he says he is. I've seen numbers like, oh, $10 billion. Okay. Wow, what if he's not as rich as he says he is? What if he doesn't really have $10 billion? Golly, what if he only has like a billion dollars? Gee! Uh, again, explain to me what, the, what, what exactly does that have to do with an abil- the ability to become a president? And would it really, I mean, would it be like, oh, so... We see here you only have $1 billion when you said you had 10 You led us to believe you had $10 billion, and here we find out, man, you only have $1 billion. Well, how many of you out there would say, okay, well, that's it for him. I'm not having no po' folk in the White House. Sorry. Well, if that's the case, I guess Hillary is disqualified because, you know, she's flat broke and all. You heard the story, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, she's flat broke. All except for that, you know, few hundred million in the Clinton Family Foundation, which is all a foundation to support the Clintons tax-free. Yeah. (laughs) That's how she, we're flat broke. Yeah, all my money's tied up in the trust and the foundation. Yeah. Oh, sure, I have $500 million that I can access, but it's really not mine. It's the foundations. I'm flat broke. See, that's the kind of lie, crap, BS that the Clintons pull. 
But that's okay, see, because, well, uh, well, I don't know why it's okay, but apparently it's okay, at least according to the mainstream media. Everything's okay. It's all okay, as long as it's a Democrat doing it. It's all okay. Here's another thing here about, you know, how these uh, people, every you know, maybe you're one of these people. Uh, that put a sign out in their yard for whatever candidate you want. This happens to do with, you know, people that put signs out there for Trump. Well, where is this from? Boston. Well, not outside of Boston. Walpole. A thief who climbed a tree to steal a Donald Trump campaign sign from the front yard of a home allegedly left a note insulting the homeowner for their support of the GOP candidate saying they'd continue taking the signs if they replaced them. Victor Skeena, the uh, chairman of Walpole Republican Committee, said the sign was stolen from a home on Bullard Street in Walpole. As you may have noticed, I have stolen your sign for the third time, the note reads. Ah. In a letter addressed to Dear Mr. or Ms. Trump supporter, the person who stole the sign and had stolen Trump signs from the same yard twice before, insulted the homeowner for thinking that moving the sign 10 feet up into a tree would deter them. I can only believe you thought that you were outsmarting me when you put the sign on the tree, the thief wrote. This is clearly false, because there's no way a Trump supporter can outsmart anyone. The note continues. People of your kind are in fact the most dim-witted, low-level simpletons that any well-developed nation has to offer. I, and any other American who is against Mr. Trump, am better than you in every single way imaginable, especially in the areas of intelligence, reasoning, and problem-solving. At the end, the thief threatens to strike again, saying, not even a great wall can stop me. Well, you know what, folks? I don't know what kind of sissified people we got living in this country anymore, but you know what I'd do? I'd make sure I put my sign right back up in that tree. Oh, and I'd get me a surveillance camera, and I'd watch it. And when the little smart-ass thief put himself back up in my tree, I'd beat him with a baseball bat until he was a spot in my lawn. Oh, yeah. I'm not kidding, folks. Little pieces of garbage like this, there is no, oh, you think you're really smart, do you? Because you're a thief, and you can steal a sign out of a yard. Well, okay, let's see how you do with this baseball bat. Oh, not so good. Ouch, ouch, ouch. (laughs) Too bad. Now, be gone, dead boy. Folks, you know what? Stuff like this has got to stop. I don't know what these people look at these look at what these people are are like, man, these Democrats. The first is the Bernie Sanders people. Now it's all the Democrats and it's the blacks and it's you know what? We are headed just like the song that I used to start the show with says, we are on the edge of a revolution. And we don't even have any political ideals. It's just pure hatred. And this is just typical 
of the government. Everything they say, they're for, they're against. Everything they're against, they're for. They talk about, oh, we got hate crimes, which are really nothing more than thought crimes, folks. Because how can you, well, okay, well, why'd you say nigger before you bashed his head in? I don't know, I just thought of it. You hate him, don't you? No, I don't hate him. Didn't even know him. He just pissed me off. Oh. Then why'd you say that? Well, I wanted to make him mad. Well, we think that's hate. Well, I'm telling you it wasn't. Well, we don't care. Well, what do you mean you don't care? Hate is a feeling. It's an emotion. And you're gonna t- I'm going to tell you, no, I wasn't hating him. As I was bashing a skull, and of course, see, that's a little bit of an oxymoron, because uh, regardless of what I say to anybody, I don't care if you're a clone of me, and I beat your head in with a, with a, with a crowbar with duct tape over my mouth. Uh, I don't know. That's pretty hateful to me. I don't much have to do much more than bash your head in to show you that I'm loving you, huh? I mean, come on, folks. Isn't every violent crime, couldn't it all be considered a hate crime? Nope. I was loving him. That's the way I show love. Sorry. It's a thought crime, okay? It's just minutia to try to push thought crime. So they can say, oh, you're guilty of something because we, we you thought it. No, I didn't. Well, we say you did, so yes, you did. No, I didn't. Well, prove it. Oh, now I'm in a position where I have to prove I didn't think that. We're in real trouble, folks. We are in real, real, big, bad, serious trouble. I mean the nation, the whole nation. And you know what, folks? You you people out there with children, man, you should be more concerned than me. Because they're going to have to deal with this. And it's going to be very bad. Very bad indeed. No, let's see how much time I have. I don't have hardly any time. <clears throat> but, well, I do have a couple things here when we come back. Uh, you know, Huma Abedin, you know, Hillary Clinton's little girlfriend there. Yeah, well, she apparently has a lot more to do with Hillary Clinton and the State Department than anybody knew. I mean, she's like the inside deal maker. She's the gatekeeper. She decides who sees Hillary Clinton and who doesn't. Plus, I'm, I'm speaking from some new emails that are revealed, and that uh, there's also mention in here about Hillary not feeling good. Gee, I wonder why the media has been ignoring her health. Do you think if Donald Trump had, like, oh, epileptic, epileptic seizures in front of the camera... Don't you think they'd say something about it? Oh, he's unfit for... Uh, I mean, they're saying that now because he called Rosie O'Donnell a fat pig. Oh, he's unsuited to be... Pre- he's unfit to be president. She is a fat pig. I guess telling the truth makes you ineligible to be president anymore. Well, I mean, that would stand a reason, seeing as how they're nothing but liars. Anyway... 
Got to go for a few minutes. We'll be back in a bit.
shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is still Monday, August 22nd, 2016. Now it's about 840, oh, pardon me, 843 out here on the Pacific Time Coast. And uh, if that's all true where you're at, we're live, 800-932-1980, 800-932-1980. Or you can go over to the uh, website, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. Chat room's over there. You can um, you know, stop in there, socialize, ask questions, make comments, whatever, pass on news stories. You know, I, I saw something... Uh, Earlier today, I thought it was a catchy little phrase I'll pass on to you all. Now, cover your ears if you're sensitive, okay? But uh, it said, you can't outrun death forever, but you can make the bastard work for it. You know, I I like that attitude. <laughs> I really do. I like that attitude, you know, because that's the whole thing, folks. Nobody's getting out of here alive anyway, so... What is the point of sitting around and being enslaved, being taken advantage of, being beaten about the head and face as though you're somebody's property? Actually, not even, well, I guess somebody's property, but more than just their property. More like their pet or their livestock. And if you don't think that's true, go look it up in the U.S. Code, okay? It's in several different places, and you can probably find it even in your state statutes, where man is referred to as an animal by the statement saying man and other animals. Okay? See, properly, it would be man or animals. Not man or other animals. Other animals signifies man as being a kind of an animal. I'm sorry, that goes against my religious beliefs. That's a violation of my First Amendment right. My First Amendment, my, my right protected by the First Amendment. The law that restricts the government. It doesn't give me anything. Because I believe in Genesis. I believe God created me in his image and gave me dominion over the animals, so therefore I cannot possibly be an animal. That's what I believe. That's what the Bible says. But the U.S. government refers to everybody's animals. And if you think it was just a mistake... 
maybe they copied and pasted it everywhere in there and they just made a mistake and then remade the mistake, right? I've had people actually tell me that. Oh, that's probably just a mistake in the way they said it. Oh, sure it is. Yeah, because these guys just slap these things together and, you know, nobody proofreads it or anything. You know, no lawyers are involved or anything like that. They just get some, I don't know, some free page that they're boinking in the bathroom from uh, lunchtime. Hey, why don't you write us a law, babe? Yeah, that's them. That's what they do, right? Is that it? Okay, if that's it, then how come they turn around and say... Animals other than man. Okay, you see now? That's also in there. Oh, I guess that's a mistake too? Oops, gee, wow, well, look at that. We mistakenly called man animals again. It's not a mistake, folks. I know you don't want to believe it. But that is how they view you. And they are writing the laws to make you animals. Let me tell you a little story about Nazi Germany that you probably heard already. When they decided that, well, you know, certain parts of this population need to go away, and the Jews were only one of them, and they were not the first. Now, obviously, they got rid of the mentally ill because, well, they're mentally ill. But you know who they went, uh, a group they went after before they went after the, the Jews? They went after the gypsies. They decimated them. But it doesn't matter. You know, I'm just pointing out that, listen, Jews weren't the only people targeted during that time. And let's not just focus on Hitler either, because, you know, uh, Mao Zedong and uh, old Stalin and Pol Pot and all these guys, they all had their little deals going on all around the world. And the Japanese, well, they were real nice guys, too. Look, everybody was killing everybody. It's really disingenuous to say, oh, boo-hoo-hoo-hoo, we were targeted. Ooh, we got the worst end of the day. Ooh, he was after us. No, you were just, what? get in line. The point is, before they did any of that, they wrote laws. Oh, everything Hitler did was legal under German law. You, you knew this, right? You also know that he did not seize power, right? He was elected. Now, were the elections fair? I don't know. Was there intimidation? Most definitely. But then again, listen. The Nazis weren't the only ones out in the streets with guns and, you know, intimidating crowds. So were the communists. So were other parties. Uh, they had a real thing going on in Germany at that time. But everything Hitler did was legal under German law. They just declared these people not people. They're not people anymore. We can do what we want. The United States government has done the same thing, folks. And look, the day after they wrote that law in Germany, they didn't go out in the streets and start murdering everybody. It took a while, and it's going to take a while here, too. But, folks, they've got it on the books where they can say, you're an animal. You don't have any rights. You're going to have to call PETA if you want rights for yourself. 
And they, if PETA, you know, sticks to the way PETA has done business in the past, they'll just say, oh, yes, you come with me. Come over here where we protect you, and they'll slam you in a room and gash you to death. Oh, wait, that's been done, isn't it? Yeah, well, PETA does that all the time with all the little animals they're saving. Yeah, saving them from what? A life of suffering. How? By killing them. Oh. Well, gee, folks, is that how you would like to be helped, too? Because that's what the, that's the kind of help the federal government's got in mind for you. And don't put anything past your state governments either, because you got real creeps running around there, too. Oh, this guy here. This this guy here. I mean, what a moron. What a complete idiot. And there's, it's so sad that too many people are going to go along with this moron's ideas. Senator Ron Johnson. Yeah, and he's a Republican, and guess from where? Wisconsin. I don't know, what's with you people in Wisconsin? Something in the water where you guys raise idiots? Is that it? I mean, you just re-voted in Paul Rhino, so I know everybody in that district is a blithering moron. Now, a senator. That means the whole state is a bunch of idiots, right? Hey, I can't talk, really. Oregon, we're not doing so good over here either with our uh, representatives. So maybe not everybody, but you sure got a lot of them, as do we. Okay, so let's be fair. But for the most part, the Oregon senators mostly keep their mouths shut, which is good because, you know, if they didn't, they'd be saying things like this too, I'm sure. But, okay, Ron Johnson thinks history professors are an extravagant luxury that could be cheaply replaced with video documentaries and Google searches. Wow. Well, on one hand, you know what? I agree. On one hand, I agree. If you're going to homeschool your kids... There are great documentaries, not the ones he mentions, because, of course, what does he mention? He mentions the mainstream globalist propaganda. Oh, what's the, you know, they mention one thing. He, Ken Burns. Ken Burns is a halfway decent documentary maker. But as far as the facts go in his documentaries, eh, there's a lot to be desired there. He tells some truth, but not very much. He basically toes the line. Here's the story of history we want you to believe is Ken Burns' way. Okay? I wouldn't... I wouldn't you know, okay, for entertainment purposes, sure, Ken Burns is great. But for educational purposes, not so much. But that doesn't mean there aren't good documentaries out there. And it doesn't mean that a homeschooler cannot get a superior education at home off the Internet. But that's not what this clown is suggesting. We've got the Internet. You have so much information available. Why do you keep have to keep paying different lecturers to teach the same course? You get one solid lecturer and put it up line and have everybody available to that knowledge for a whole lot cheaper. 
Oh, well, guess what the problem with that is? Everybody gets one opinion. Because history is not this... It's it's like psychologists calling that science. <laughs> that's funny. You know, that that's like, you know, Madam uh, Guru Head, with, you know, going to pre- predict what you're going to do next week, giving you a horoscope, calling that science. All right? That's how much science psychology is, folks. Don't be fooled, all right? I, I've taken a lot of psychology classes, and I didn't do it because I thought I had problems that I wanted to figure out. Uh, I probably did, but I never thought about figuring them out. But I took those classes for one reason and one reason only. It all started back in high school, see? One day I have had to take an elective. And I had a time slot for it. And the only elective available was psychology. So I took it. And I got in there and I found out, boy, this is the easiest A I've ever gotten in my life. As a matter of fact, I didn't get many A's in high school. I like psychology. This is easy. So when I got to go to college for a semester, I took some there too. Because I figured, hey, you know what? Easy grades are easy grades. And it's easy because it's all BS. As long as you go in there with an open mind and say, okay, let's see what this is about, which I did. I didn't know anything about psychology. I didn't know it was full of crap. So I'm in there, and I'm reading, and I'm I'm listening, and I'm doing the work, and I'm thinking, boy, this is full of crap. And the more I learn, the more I realized it is. That's why it's an easy grade. Once you realize it's all crap, you just go, okay, well, what answers do you want? You give them the answers you want, you get the A. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't make it true. I was enlightened, though. I got to I gotta fill you in on this, folks, because I've, I've just basically, you know, told you that I believe psychology is just crap, uh, uh, you know, of the same ilk as the fortune teller or the horoscope reader, all right, the tea leaf girl down there, all right? All that. That's how much faith I put in psychology. However, I do have to qualify that by saying I was enlightened when I took a course called sociology. Okay? And I was, I didn't even know what sociology was. I thought it sounded like psychology is probably an easy grade too, so I took it. Turns out it was an easy grade, but not for the same reason. It was because I understood what they were talking about. Sociology is nothing but manipulation of the masses. And they do it with psychological tricks. Okay? But see, those psychological tricks, oh, you might take, you know, ten people, and you try it on them, and it might work on maybe six. Maybe four. Okay? Maybe two. And it'll be different every time when you get a new group of people in there. See, that's not scientific, folks. That's not science. All right? One of the things about science is you need to be able to repeat your results. And that means without lying and cheating and all that. Okay? You need to be able to reproduce your results to make it scientific. Well, there's no way you can do that in psychology. 
because every new group of people is a new group of individuals, and you're going to get different, you know, you're going to get different numbers, and that's just the way it is because everybody's different. Psychology is not a science unless it is applied to a group, and that is sociology. And the only reason they apply it to a group is to manipulate that group, and they do it all the time. Every ad, okay, every ad you you see on television is carefully designed to move the masses. Every political speech, same thing. I'm telling you. But, anyway, so he wants to, look, if he was saying, so therefore we should shut down the public schools, burn down the Department of Education, jail everybody who was involved with it, and let everybody homeschool or get community uh, schools together if you want. That'd be one thing. That'd be fine. I'm, I'm all for that. Use the Internet. Use documentaries. Just great. However, he's not. He's talking about doing this at public schools. And it's like, Oh, yeah, I'm not paying for that. Why should I pay for your kid to go look at the Internet at school? You can stay home and watch the Internet on your own dime. But I kind of feel that way anyway, folks. Why should anybody pay for anybody's education? Why aren't you paying for your own children's education? Well, what about the poor people? They don't get an education. You know what? They'd be better off. At this point, they would be better off. I got to believe even in a poor neighborhood, there's somebody there who could teach a kid how to read and write and do arithmetic. And that's more than they know how to do now. Anyway, we're coming back in here in, uh, you know, four or five minutes. We'll have Dean Lauren with us, and we'll do a second hour on Monday evening. So thanks for listening, and stay tuned. The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. 
Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
Welcome back, everybody, who is coming back from uh, the first hour there, and welcome to everybody just joining in right now. This is the Frank Report. I am your host, Francis Stephan, and you are listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is Monday, August 22nd, 2016, and it is about 9.08 Pacific Time, and that's right, 9.08 Pacific Time. That means it's Monday. Well, actually, I do a 9 o'clock show on Tuesdays also, but only a 9 o'clock show. But anyway, so it is Monday, those of you wondering. The chat room is located at our website, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. So now, without further ado, coming to us live from New York City, it is... Dean Lauren! Welcome, Dean. Well, thank you, Frank. And we have to ask you that magical question at this time of night. Have you been contemplating suicide? I have not. Okay. Unless well, unless projecting it on others is considered. <laughs> <laughs> That's called murder. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Then I, I get confused, see. Uh, but no, no suicide, no. Well... You know, it's very interesting. This week we have a lot of news. And Uh, it's only Monday. And it's only Monday. And it was interesting, you know, because I thought that blaming the U.N. openly for the cholera deaths in Haiti, or Haiti, um, was pretty blatant. When at the last moment... I was talking about it with somebody, and I said, well, you know, what did you expect the Clintons to do? Blame it on somebody else? Right. And I'm like, going, oh, God. She threw Ki-Bam Moon under the bus so that she wouldn't, the Clinton Foundation and that whole Clinton thing wouldn't get nailed down for the gold mines in Haiti with the cholera. Gee golly, you mean the Clintons would throw somebody under the bus for their own benefit? That's unbelievable. And back back the bus up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm shocked. Well, that was the fibrillator that she wears Ah. on her back. I mean, have you seen? Okay, folks, it's quite obvious that Hillary Clinton is having health problems. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty much uh, everybody. they're letting the public see it little by little. Of course, everybody except the New York Times realizes (laughs) this, okay? They've got the advertisements for the fibrillator that's under her jacket. (laughs) You know, they really ought to talk to the Chinese that they sold that, uh, you know, miniaturization technology to and try to get that thing a little smaller. I mean, she's doing the Quasimodo thing, you know? I mean, really. Her and Bill are doing the Depends commercial. So, uh, you know, I, I want to bring up some important issues tonight. Um, I think the last time we were on, we weren't on last week Mm-mm. because you had some important business down at the well, I had other, I had, Olive Garden. I had something else to do. <laughs> 
Not to, yeah, you know. But hey, the way you're talking, well, oh, you mean we're not gonna do the, we're not gonna talk about frivolous nonsense like we normally do? Gee, oh, we're gonna do something important this week. Wow, well, that's something. <laughs> you know what it is, frivolous nonsense, folks. Because I start to look, and I guess the only way to introduce this this particular uh, part of the show. Which is quite serious. You're kind of beating around the bush, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I wish I could beat <laughs> George Bush. Um, Saudi Arabia, rightly so, just blew up another doctors with order, doctors without ethics hospital. Okay. And what people have got to realize is that almost 10% of the doctors were intelligence agents, maybe more. They had fake medical license. Boy, they, they they should join the teachers in New York with the fake teaching credentials. And the fake lawyers. Oh. Well, I didn't that know are that. all throughout the US government now. They've been giving away fake attorney licenses and medical degrees. We know that at Yeshiva Medical School in the Bronx. And I would think Fordham has given away at least 5% or 10%. We know Harvard has, and we know Columbia has. So, folks, if you haven't figured it out... How much do one of those bad boys cost, anyway? They're free if you're in the intelligence. Oh. You know, they're spies. Is that how, Obama, is that how Obama got his law license? That he, of course, had to give back, but, you know. I can't really talk about that, or they'd have to kill me. Oh, okay. Um, but it is pretty close. And I say this because tonight we're talking about Intercon again, this privatization of America's military to operate within the four borders of the United States. Now, Dean, I I, want to just pause for a second because there's a related story that just I just noticed it anyway. I don't know how long it's been out there, but that the DOJ just announced they're going to stop using private prisons? Yes, you read my mind. They're going to fix private prisons. They are halting the decade-long experiment to hire private companies. GEO, Corporation of America, Mm. Corrections Corp of America, and GEO Group, their stocks are now plunging, dropping as much as 52%. And uh, it was a real estate investment trust's biggest intraday decline. So, in fact, these private prisons are real estate trusts. Now, somehow I find that this is a conflict of interest. (laughs) You're opening up a, a hostel for hostile employees, and then you're charging for it. Now, I say this because Lydia Raiden, who has been falsely accused of pushing a security guard in which there are three videotapes that show she didn't push this video, this uh, security guard, and I've sent some documents to Frank that we're going to talk about. Um, She is being, there's a liaison now. Ah, that's always nice. Representing her. 
What the heck uh, is that? Speaks to the job. Well, see, what happened was they tried to set her up with a fake. They try. Okay, first of all, they don't have jurisdiction on Lydia. They gave her a violation ticket the day it happened. I was there. A violation ticket, <laughs> folks. That's a traffic ticket. Well, I was going to say, is that like a traffic ticket? <laughs> I guess. Apparently. Yeah, that's a violation. Right. It's not a misdemeanor. You can't do a misdemeanor on a violation ticket. A misdemeanor is a crime. Right. You get a whole. You have to be brought in front of a judge for that. Oh, okay, if you I see. So they so they do a violation thing, and that way you get to go through their administrative process where they're in complete control. Right, and then what they do is they say, oh, we're going to charge you with a federal offense of one year and $100,000. You freak out, and you accept the public defender, which means you've just waived jurisdiction. Right, 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 and wow. And people, well, you know, I okay, forget that question. I was going to say, and people don't realize that, wait a minute, you just... This is a violation. Where does the violation get to turn into a federal crime? Okay. Now, a felony. They're charging a felony on a violation ticket, and they let this. Now, it's. I, I was talking to a black person today, and I said, yeah, they let this person who pushed, allegedly assaulted a federal officer go on their own recognizance with a violation ticket without even being brought before a judge or arrested or fingerprinted. And this black person just raised their eyes to me like, what? Yeah, really? Like, what? Okay. Not the fact that that this was an intercon employee that was non-bonded. Because, you see, when we first brought up this story, and, you know, American Voice Radio has had a very big effect in America's government. Because when we brought up the Rikers Island issues, a lot of changes went down. And when we brought up Lydia Raiden being falsely arrested, that is when Intercon lost its ability to hire all these federal uh, felons without bonding them to work in courts and other places, because that's a main squeeze on your finances. If, if, if you can direct that money to bond people to other sources, then you're, you're, you're talking a lot of gravy. Mm-hmm. So, and it turned out that as soon as we covered the story that all these cops that have been moonlighting in their uniforms for Intercon, which is illegal, you know, because we keep seeing all these cops like at um, um, B&H Photo. Whenever you see cops in all these department stores and stuff wearing their badges and uniforms, that's illegal. They're working as private cops in, well, if you're in New York, in NYPD uniforms. That's illegal. You're not allowed to do that. And, in fact, you have to be bonded even if you're a security agent. So when we started talking about Intercon, the next thing we know, the private prisons are nixed. Well, yeah, and you know, it's funny because you mentioned that, and I was, 
when I, I thought it was a spoof, really. The first, the first, at first glance, I thought, okay, you know, this is kind of a spoof article. And, and one reason I, I thought that was because two weeks ago, I, I probably spent two shows talking about Unicor. Okay, about is that another prison? Oh no, Unicor is the is the is the prison industrial complex. It's the prison oh. factory. Okay, that's that's. Okay, you've got the private prisons that are running under another name that are actually, okay, we're going to feed and clothe and house these people, right? Right. Then you got Unicor that runs the business end of, okay, we're going to make food, we're going to grow farms, we're going to make furniture, we're going to do this, and, you know, all that. That's what Unicor is of the private prison industry and and the and the and the uh, federal run and state run prisons also they have factories in them too but i mean the 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 private ones were really making hay on it okay got it and now i read this thing and it's like what they're getting rid of it it's like huh just like that huh it was a, and, i thought uh, honestly really i thought it was a spoof at first but apparently uh either it's just a big coincidence or uh somebody's listening somewhere What's more important, folks, is that these prisons that are being shut down, their contracts are being phased out, were carrying overflow prisoners that were overflowing the state prisons and the federal prisons. So you have to ask yourself, would it be in somebody's best interest to flood the prison system with prisoners, or either illegally or legally, or just let them go. You know, because this is what they're doing in, uh, like Turkey. He's just uh, that guy is just saying, okay, well, you know what? You got to make room in the prisons for all these people who were involved in the coup. Right. So all these other people get out. They're not really. Criminals compared to the ones that tried to throw me out of the government. Right. Get them out. Get them out of there. Make room for the real criminals, the ones that I say are criminals. You know, And they may be doing the same thing here. I mean, look what they've done. Look at Black Lives Matter. Look at the Syrian refugees. Look at the southern border. And, and then just say, oh, on top of all that, we're going to let go, what, maybe, uh, what, 50,000, 100,000 prisoners? Just out on the streets. Okay, no job, no money, no nothing. Off you go. You're free. Just like the homeless. Yeah, boy. That's... Just like the people in the, in the psych, uh, what are the psych wards. Well, in, yeah. In New York. Ronald Reagan did that. Remember that? Was that? Real... Remember that? that? Was Remember real... that? Remember that? That was another one of those real great Reagan policies where, oh, yeah, I know. Let's go to the nut houses and let everybody out. Giuliani said, let's get rid of the homeless and ship them to New Jersey, except for when they got on the buses, they never got off the buses. They disappeared. Oh, gee. Kind of like the people in uh, Louisiana over Katrina, huh? Yes. Just uh, A lot of body parts showing up for transplants. Oh, yeah, there's that. Yeah. yeah, what a mess. I mean, what a disruption, though, that would be. And it seems that this administration is real keen on disruption. Oh, I don't think this administration. I think the prior administration is. I think yeah, this administration too. is trying to put Band-Aids on it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you see, 
you, you we we differ in that, but it's neither here nor there because neither one of us really know. But to me, it looks like they're just carrying on the same policies of the of the former uh, administration. But hey, you know, uh, you could be right. I could be right. Who knows? It's a mess, whichever way. Right. And so tonight, I think we're almost ready to go to the music. Oh, a little while. I. Uh, well, yeah, it'll be two minutes after I make my dedication. Ah, the dedication, yes. Uh, you know, I, Megan, don't Megan be mad. Fuck. I'm not going to dedicate it to you tonight. Oh, man, no sugar for you, buddy. That's right, dude. No sugar tonight, my coffee. And, um, but I am dedicating this show tonight to Dave Chappelle. Oh, I know who that Canadian. is. Because I watched a comedy special of his the other day. It's free on the web. It's called Killing Me Softly. And it's about the whole issue of violence against blacks in America. And I almost think that it has to be mandatory watching for every white person. Because he deals with every issue that faces black people in such a way that he makes you laugh, It is not offensive to you as a white person and that it is put in such a way that you say, you know, he's right. And you know what? I'm going to laugh at it. But when I really think about it, it's wrong. And I've watched it and I've seen it. And you know what? The question is, maybe it is time it's over. What are you talking about exactly? What, that's why over? you should watch it. Yeah, I know, but it, this is radio and we can't watch it. So uh, what do you okay. mean? What, what is over? Well, there's like a double standard when the cops stop a black person and they stop a white person. Okay. Now, well, I'm not well, talking uh, about a homeless person. Uh, right, right, right. Let me clue you in on something. It ain't got nothing to do with the color of your skin. It's got to do with how much is in your wallet. Capital okay. One ought to be the president. What's in your wallet? That's really all that matters. Okay. Oh, yeah, you might get pulled over because you're a black guy. But once they run your uh, license and they find out, oh, you live here. Oh, you're a doctor. Oh, you're a lawyer. Oh, you're a CEO. Oh, you got all this money. Oh, you're free to go. Oh, you're a black guy. You ain't got any of that. Uh, You're coming with us. Oh, you're a homeless guy. You're coming with us. See, that's uh, a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. No, no, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But. He puts it in such a way that if you do substitute this class into it, you're going to get it. Well, and, there's a, and there is definitely a, per, uh, a perception that that's going on. And you know what black people do? And, and people can argue this all, all they want, but I've seen it enough. Black people do get pulled over when they are outside their areas of normal travel. Oh, I've seen them told to get out of uh, Rockaway, far Rockaway, by the Irish firemen who are at the roadblocks for these private communities saying, you don't live here, you're out by sunset. Hey, I was down in a couple of towns in Florida, and I had police officers roust me, check my ID, and tell me, you got till midnight to be out of the city limits, because if we find you, you're going in our jail. Right. So I want to dedicate tonight's song to 
Well, let me check. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me check. Nope, I'm not black still. Right. And because he did an interview with Oprah Winfrey. Oh, my God. See, that's the one that I, you know, I I mean, I've got Hillary and her running neck and neck. Stop for a second, Frank. He is being questioned on why he left his show and walked off suddenly. And he says that the once he got the $50 million offer and he took it, they started putting the pressure on him to make him seem insane and to do nasty things to him, which happened to me at MNN Studios. So I'm down with him there. When you're really good in the arts, People get really vicious, and and in these, these were his handlers. Oh, they started pushing narcotics on him, telling him that he was stressed out, he was in, he was a little bit insane, and he should take these pills. That's when he walked away, smart, and you know what? Smart guy. That's when Oprah Winfrey should have said, "Well, you know what? Without a prescription, that's illegal." Yeah. You know, and so. But Oprah didn't, did she? No, she didn't. But she made it very clear that when you take that fifty million dollars, you got to be ready to take all the things that are attached to it, and you better be ready to deal with all the people that are going to be hanging on asking for a piece of that paycheck. She said that, and I thought that was really cool from Oprah. That you that now I can understand why she's tough as nails. She's just a a sold-out hoe like everybody else in Hollyweird. Well, you know, prostitutes have to be hard. And so with that, I want to dedicate tonight's song to Dave Chappelle. And so hit it, Frank.
Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
All right, we're back. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is still Monday, August 22nd, 2016. It's about 9.38 out here on the Pacific Time Coast. If all that's true, where you're at, we are live. You can go to theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. we got a chat room there. You can uh, chat with the other folks in there. They're chatting it up. And uh, you can ask questions, make comments, whatever. Anyway, now, without further ado, we will bring back Dean. Welcome back, Dean. Well, thank you, Frank. And the, the music I actually played was from Casino Royale, the spoof. I Peter Sellers. You know, I have that. <laughs> I actually have that. I didn't know that it was that. You know, and when I first, I didn't. I was getting Bond movies, right? Right. And I came across this, and I'm like, "What is this? I've never heard of it." What is? Then I realized, oh wait, this isn't a real James Bond movie. Uh, yeah. It, it was by Columbia. And uh, do you have the album, or did you get the DVD, or? Uh, neither. Okay. So the album, the actual vinyl album, was recorded at such high fidelity that it was the album you walked into a store with from 1967 to 1980 to test the speakers on the uh, LP system you were buying. Oh, because they had pushed the levels of recording on the vinyl so high that it was the best ever made album recorded in history. I didn't know that. Yeah. Casino Royale, a spoof movie that has the best vinyl album ever made. Yeah, the best soundtrack for testing your sound system. Well, the song I played... uh, is uh, now you you gave the right the the you say it's the real name, but what I remembered it as, and what your song reminded me at the beginning anyway, not the whole song, but at the beginning was the Benny Hill theme, which is what I played, which is yakety sax. Okay, uh, I know that because I used to play sax, guys. Oh, <laughs> which is why I played my song. Um, <laughs> so okay. with that. Uh, I got some bad news. It looks like Europe is going to take the U.N. Secretariat spot. When Key Bam Moon leaves, it appears that Europe was going to take the position as secretary. And let me tell you, are they going to rail the United States? And I say that because we just narrowly avoided a black swan incident in the United States. A black swan is a, like a, a 9-11 incident, something that shouldn't really exist, you know, mm. but it does. And um, it, it, because, I, and I think it's partly because, believe it or not, the whole Paramount Pictures Viacom battle by National Amusements was resolved with Philip Damon being kicked out of Paramount Pictures and Viacom. And there's this big play for cable systems right now. 
When Comcast didn't get the Time Warner deal, they had already planned, if they had gotten the Time Warner cable system, there would have been no American that would not have been plastered with the Olympics and with these Donald Trump anti-messages. I mean, everybody's saying, like, where are they getting off going after him like that? I mean, it has become so overzealous. And that's the problem with these cable systems being under a monopoly of AT&T, Comcast, DirecTV, and uh, Altice now. And I, I bring that up because Jade Helm was an operation that was conducted within the four corners of the United States by our military, which is illegal, under Pussy Comitatus. But they did it anyway. But I think they did that as a model for the privatization of an army using Intercon and GEO and these other uh, Correctional Corp of America. Now, and it was because of Frank's show that I was able to hear that part of the Patriot Act that describes who takes over in martial law. Yeah. The FBI, Comey, the man who is probably the least person we want running the government, who is uh, heard to be said to be the next CIA director under Hillary Clinton if she's elected. God help us. And so with that, I want to bring up uh, Lydia Radin's information sheet that was filed by the uh, a assistant U.S. attorney, Stephanie Lake. Now, Stephanie Lake, uh, it was, she was, a, uh, Lydia is being prosecuted by her for, now, I'm going to read this to you, Frank, and then I want you to give me your response to this. The United States attorney charges on or about January 28, 216, in the Southern District of New York, Lydia Marie Radin, the defendant, within the special maritime and territorial jurisdiction of the United States, knowingly and intentionally did assault another individual to wit. Radin pushed a court security officer at the federal courthouse located at 500 Pearl Street, New York, New York, period. Simple assault. Do you see or hear anything wrong with that, Frank? Well, uh, is he a security officer? I mean, is this, you know, uh, no, I don't hear anything. I mean, knowing the story, yeah, I mean, I hear things that aren't. But you you heard court security officer. Did you hear the name of the court security officer? Well, no, I didn't. Did you hear the time that it took place? On or about January twenty eighth, eleven thirty a.m. Well, shouldn't they? Shouldn't they have to at least? Now I get why they go. Well, we don't want to put anybody's name, but I mean, aren't these guys supposed to have ID numbers that they can identify them in court documents? You know, ID. Yes, absolutely. ID number, whatever his number is. Absolutely. You know, because uh, when when you get a ticket, 
you know, and okay, and a violation, like I'm driving along and I get a violation, you know, the cop, well, he not only puts his name, he puts his badge number. That's right. Folks, they don't want this person to be identified. They don't want the time that it took place, which was right after the hearing for Time Warner MNN's our lawsuit. And they don't want it to be known that it was outside Judge Pauly's chambers in front of Magistrate Peck's chambers, to which he is assigned to hear the arraignment on Friday. So now, now wait a minute. Arraignment? How did a violation become an arraignment and everything? How did what? what, When did that happen? (laughs) Now you understand why we're in the twilight zone with this privatization that's gone crazy. Now get this: when I put my affidavit in two weeks ago that said there is another a document that I sent you, which is. uh, it says the false court. No, not. Uh, it's the second email that I sent you. Information PDF or false court yes. PDF? No, no, no. Uh, no, it's another email that I sent you. Oh. Um, oh, uh, the the docket sheet. Yes, the docket sheet. If you pull that up, you're going to see that on the docket it lists. Um, a Gatto as her defender. Federal. I put in an affidavit. Wait a minute. Federal Defenders of New York Incorporated? Yes. <laughs> They're run by the most corrupt law firm of Kramer and Levent, and this is what they do. They put Gatto, who is brainless, up against Stephanie Lake because their they're padding each other's careers. This is Stephanie Lake, who is the granddaughter of Mayor Lindsay. They're setting her up, number one, to see how corrupt she is and if she'll, she'll go the nine yards to prosecute somebody illegally and to show that she's got to win before she actually does somebody that's big. Now, this is very strange here. Simple assault within maritime and territorial jurisdiction. They lease the building. Ah. Okay. It was on the 17th floor or the 21st floor. Now, I want to bring this up because when I put in my affidavit that Gatto, not only did Lydia tell her to get up from the table and get out that she wasn't representing her, because Lydia wasn't admitting a jurisdiction. That's what screwed up the, the magistrate Freeman, who had done this to another person, uh, uh, Indian ambassador, and had her body cavity searched and everything. So Gatto, not only did she refuse to get up from Lydia's table, which is a violation of her privacy rights and First Amendment and due process, she was reading Lydia's notes at the table. Her whole defense on the sly, because I was watching her. So when I wrote the affidavit to the chief judge saying, you know, this, this lady violated every rule in the book, they removed her. And at the next hearing, they assigned on the information sheet this woman 
um, or actually it's on the false court record, Christina Green, uh, and it says for Joshua Levine. Now, he's the, he's the CJA, the Court Justice Appeal Panel. Turns out that our Joshua Levine, Josh Levine, is a former U.S. Uh, uh, AUSA attorney in the Southern District of New York. He was a U.S. attorney from 1999 to 2007, in which he was a member of the Securities and Commodities Fraud Task Force, which meant he should have known about Bernie Madoff, which he didn't. Remember, that was the, the age of Martha Stewart. Ah. And, and he was the chief of the International Narcotics Trafficking Unit. Well, Frank, you know I've been harping on uh, Mohammed Kwishi, who was the main heroin trafficker for all of New York, coming into JFK and distributing right down to one police plaza through 45 Rutgers Street out of Greenpoint. So now we have Mr. Josh Levine, who's now a former USA who couldn't even... Now, folks, Jews do stick together. I have to say that because as an American Indian, when you get a couple of American Indians together, we, you know, we stick together. We talk stories. So you're telling me in this entire Jewish community, no one questioned Bernie Madoff because Evelyn Goldberg did since 1993. Well, probably probably not in polite company, maybe along the, uh, you know, the, the kitchen table. You know, the bunch of Jew women hanging around. They were probably talking about Bernie, but uh-huh. not and outside notice, their group. Bloomberg News never covered Madoff. It's kind of like asking, look, all these cops that do these crimes, you know, plant guns, sell dope, run guns, whatever they're doing. Oh, and they're know, getting caught left and right. I know, but you think the other cops aren't talking about it? They're talking about it. They're just talking about it only amongst themselves. They're not talking about it to the press or the you know anybody else. They're just keeping it, you know. And that's like the the the, the Jews that Madoff was uh, robbing. Right now, get this, folks. Joshua Levine has got Stephanie Lake dead in the sights for this. But do you think that a former assistant United States attorney is going to turn on another assistant United States attorney, one who's the granddaughter of Mayor Lindsay? Nah. Yeah, I don't think this man should be running the CJA. He's compromised. And what's more is it seems that his career has been puffed. Oh, no. So, does he have a fault? Does he have a phony law degree too? Or what? you know what? <laughs> he went to the University of Michigan. Well, so I don't know. That's what that's what they say. Exactly. I mean, you can't believe any of this anymore. It's sad. It's really it's really it's sick that everything they say is suspect because they lie about everything. There is a a a, a what is it a. Uh, a, a, it's a rebuttal of, of a presumption, a, a rebuttal of presumption that these prosecutors are clean <laughs> and that they're honest. 
And they're, they're anything but. Yeah, who's because making that we, presumption? <laughs> Not me. Because when we look at Stephanie Lake's information sheet, it's totally bogus. This this uh, one that's for, uh, uh, and if you go further down, you see what the judge writes. Uh, defendant failed to appear for a pre, pre-trial conference. That wasn't a pre-trial conference. She didn't have a jurisdiction on a violation charged in a ticket. So she admits it's a violation charged in a ticket. She's charging her with a misdemeanor on a violation. She even writes it on the sheet, folks. Yeah, I saw that. That CJA counsel was present, but no appointment was made. Why? Because I had just outed the last person. Because if you look at that other sheet, that email I sent you, it says that Stephanie Gatto is her federal defender. Mm-hmm. When, in fact, Lydia never retained her. See, this is how they get jurisdiction falsely, folks. Then she says, the court granted counsel one week to schedule voluntary appearance in a courtroom for a presentment and arraignment. Now she's getting to what she really wants to do. Now, wait a minute here. A voluntary? Right. Okay, and if I decide not to volunteer? She's going to enter a bench warrant. Well, that's not a voluntary. That's not voluntary. Lydia was going to file a default, and Intercon arrested her so she couldn't go to the clerk after a district judge told her to file it with the clerk. So now the magistrate is prosecuting her on a misdemeanor on a violation ticket, a separate one. When Lydia, when she came out, she was arrested a second time for trying to file her paper pursuant to a federal judge's orders. You see, they don't want anything going down. On the record. And then guess what, folks? All the, do- all the documents. We have what we call PACER in, in New York, meaning you can go online uh, electronically, get an account, and you can see all of your case file. And, in fact, this is how you file your is documents. That the, I, was gonna, I was just going to ask, is that your e-filing? Uh, it's an e-filing yeah. database in New York uh, okay. called PACER. Okay. Well, last week, all the documents containing Simpson Thatcher's, uh, Joshua Levine's name, and uh, Christina Green, his assistant, were taken offline of the e-filing, which is illegal. You must supersede them with a document to replace them 